Mm-hmm. Uh, for the most mm-hmm. part, I think their whole gimmick is that they do kind of winking parodies of like they did yeah, a right. Star Wars deck, but they called it like Star Rangers or something. And that and it's yeah, kind of they like call Star it like Wars Laser Sword it. Man and stuff yeah, like that. Exactly. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, smart. Big fan. Big fan of Laser Sword Man. <laughs> Harry Potter deck or whatever. So, although right. man, there yeah. is the Harry Potter deck, but it's not called Harry right. Potter. Right. It's like right. Wizard School or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Magic Boy. Yeah. Right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Magic yeah. Boy and Wizard School. Two can play that game. Hey, I'm Pete Steele. And I'm Andrew Miller. And welcome to Two Can Play That Game, the podcast for people who have one friend. If you have more than one friend, this podcast is not for you. Nope. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Nope. Go ahead and execute order 66, Andrew, which okay. is what I say when I want everyone out there with more than one friend to turn on all of their friends and shoot them with a blaster, except for <laughs> one. You know what I mean? Right. Well, get down when, to one friend. When you think about it, because that's a Star Wars reference if you weren't sure. Uh, when you think about it, there were only really two Jedi left, right? Uh, Obi-Wan and Yoda. So those are so, two, fr- two friends. Perfect. They, can, they can listen, right? But the uh, rest of the Jedi cannot listen to this because, well, A, they <laughs> right. have too many friends, exactly. and B, they, they all got killed by <clears throat> their uh, clone troopers. Okay, we're, we're here talking Star Wars, people. <clears throat> <laughs> Wait, were they the only two that survived? I guess well, yes, originally, but then... Uh, but then they did, like, Ahsoka, right? Right, through all the cartoons, survive? now it's Ahsoka, uh, and also... Um, the guy from Rebels, Kanan Jarrus, I think his name is. Um, he was like a, hmm. a kid during that, and then he... A youngling. Yes. Uh, um, and there's probably other ones in books that I've never read before, Master, too. You know? <laughs> Master Anakin, or whatever. whatever <laughs> That's a Skywalker. There's too many of them. What are we going to do? Yeah. What are we going... <laughs> oh, and let's not forget, also, now we know that... Um, we, now we know that uh, spoilers. Uh, Baby Yoda also uh, Grogu survived that as well. Wow! As a wow, 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 so, wow, 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 wow. Um, yeah, every it's like every show that they come out with, or every new book or whatever has like a Jedi <laughs> someone else survived. survived. <laughs> it's like oh, actually, someone most else of them survived. survived yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, miraculously, this other really cool character also is a Jedi and survived. Yeah, they realize that they yeah they realize they <laughs> shot themselves in the foot when they created a story turn where like every every jedi every one of the cool characters <laughs> you yeah. know right was dies <clears throat> um, actually but- the uh actually the galaxy is not uh, able to uh have uh, really cool characters with uh you know superpowers anymore and they're like wait what <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Andrew, we're talking today about uh, Star Wars Rebellion, two-player game um, that technically has, you know, like a rule set if you want to play with three or four players. But it's, uh, I mean, that's a really just tacked on at the end. It's it's kind of kind of a gimmick, honestly. Well, listen, I wanted Uh, this is really is a two-player game. Yeah, I wasn't gonna talk about. I guess we'll talk about it now. But yeah, this 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 game's lucky that it's Star Wars because I would not have like kind of. It's, we're not really breaking the rule let here, it, but let it slide. If, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but uh, it is. It does say that it's four four players. And I thought, oh, we can't cover it, but um, really, it's a two player game. And if you played with like three or four players, then you're just on like a team of two, and it's like, oh, one yeah. one person can fly the ships, and one person can fly, do the stormtroopers. Right. It's like, no, you're it's, just right. Yeah. <laughs> 
Right. It's like it's like Candyland saying like, uh, yeah, you can play on teams, but like the teams <laughs> is just like one person can flip the card and one person can, can move the player. It's like, well, yeah, you can do that with any game. Well, Dummy. yeah, the... it's like, yeah, chess is a four players then. You know what I mean? If <laughs> right. one person, you know, moves the horses and one person moves the bishops. Or well, yeah, when I when I got to that part of the rule book, I was like, okay, well, let's see what these rules are. And it's literally like, oh, it's the same rules. except one person does this and one person does that. It's like half a page. Right. Of, you know, of right, right, right. And it's, it's like, like, all right. Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's smart on their part because, you know, then, then, they, then pe- some, a lot of people probably pick this game up thinking they could play it. With more than two players, and then they learned that uh, you know that it was <laughs> it's really just the same the, game. Yeah, no. <laughs> it was a farce. But yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, Andrew, uh, let's go ahead and uh, each sum up Star Wars Rebellion in one sentence. One sentence explanations. Okay, if I had to sum up Star Wars Rebellion in one sentence, I think I would have to say that it's the game that points out that the Star Wars movies are really just one big game of hide-and-seek. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's Good all point. about rebels hiding from the Empire. Uh, and when you think about right. it, that's really what those movies are. Yeah, one big game of hide-and-seek, yeah. That's why they had to kill the younglings, because they were, like, really good at it. <laughs> well, I'm talking about, like, the old <laughs> movies, not the... New, yeah, well, those yeah, those two, I guess. Yeah, yeah the old... Yeah, the originals. One, two, and three. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Oh, right. I forgot. <laughs> You know, it all started with Phantom Menace in uh, in my mind, Andrew. Of course, right, right, right. Uh, Andrew, I go. I'm going to go ahead and sum up Star Wars Rebellion in one sentence by saying, um, "Axis and allies with lasers." Oh, hmm? now we're talking. Um, and you know, that can be either uh, that can mean good things or bad things, depending on how much you like that game. But <laughs> I, yeah. I, this is not quite Axis and I mean. It's you're stretching it there with access and allies. I think mm, we're this is going to be a little contentious. Maybe. I think this episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a new and improved access and allies. Access and allies does not have cards like this one does. You can't go on little yeah. card-driven missions like this one. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But that's just about the main, the only difference. Uh, no. It's because Axis and Allies is Axis and Allies is all about like building units and like getting unit and then moving them around the map and then fighting. So that's really what this. Yeah. That's really what happens in you. Yeah, not quite. Yeah. For dominance of the area or whatever, you know what I mean. Oh, but yes. no, the, the cards. I mean, the cards are you know no small feat. They do add a nice thing to it. But I think that's admit, most of the game. Pretty, I think most of the game is the pretty cards. Similar. I think most of the game is the cards. I think that's really what it is. The, the fighting is mm, like a interesting. side piece to that. Anyway. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, untrue, but fair enough. Uh, Andrew, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, of course, the people at home going, I thought we already had an episode on Star Wars Rebellion. No, 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 no. That was Star Wars Empire versus Rebellion. Right. Um, and, in, and I want to point out the key difference. In this game, in that game, it's the Empire versus the Rebellion. And in this game, right. you're playing as the Empire um, versus the Rebellion. But uh, yeah, so but... hopefully that uh, <laughs> s- clears things up for you. <laughs> right. They just left one of those words out of the title. That's the difference there. <clears throat> um... <laughs> yeah. However, you do one of you does play as the Empire, and you are versing the Rebellion. Right. Yeah, you're you're in this the in this case. Yeah, that's true. yeah. No. Um, but yeah, that one of course was just uh, all cards basically, and you're just you know trying to almost like play blackjack you're just trying to hit certain numbers you know what i mean and um to to win the missions or whatever and in this one this one andrew Ooh, this is much this bigger is than a that. lot more going on baby <laughs> yeah um 
So this one has like hundreds of little miniatures um, that you move around the map. So like, you know, the Empire side has like a little miniature Death Star. Heck, it even has two of them, honestly, because you can build another one if you want. Yeah, amazing. Um, amazing. And, you know, and then each side has like a bunch of ships, you know, whether they be TIE Fighters, X-Wings, Star Destroyers, uh, Y-Wings. Sure. All sorts of stuff, you know. They even have land speeders, you know. And then there's there's troops, you know. There's like ground troops, mm-hmm. you know, with stormtroopers and uh, rebels and stuff like that. And you had walkers, um, right? The Imperial walkers are in this as well. Yeah, yeah. You got walkers in this one. Um, <laughs> Amazing. AT-ATs and ATSTs. So wow. Talk about both both ATs. You know what I mean? Um, spare no. They spared no expense. And, um, heck, they even have shield generators, I think. Um, they do. Or, shield no, generators. generators. They have... No, they, they, uh, do they? the rebels have shield they generators. They have ion cannons. Yeah, both. Ion cannons and shield yeah. generators, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, anyway, they have everything, basically, from the movies, is the, is the bottom line. Um, except lifesavers. Uh, well, maybe they come up at some point, but... Um, the... and But the thing is, as Andrew was saying, the whole... Uh, point of the game is you're moving your you're moving the, those units around to try to like basically take over certain planets which is uh or in this case earn the loyalty yes. of the planet basically and uh, once you have earned the loyalty of other different planets you got you got a board that is uh, basically has oh i don't even know what like 20 planets on it or something like that i think it's that, 30 represents... some 30 some planets wow 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 and um they're just displayed on like you know on a big old map basically um and uh you can move your units around the map and um do things to earn loyalty uh of those systems and if you earn loyalty to the systems they will help you produce more units at the end of a turn and then you can Mm -hmm. move those units around so you kind of like build your your army if you will um and uh the empire is trying to find the hidden rebel base um, that the rebels choose well, yeah. a new one, you know, at the beginning of every every game, basically. See, this um, is where this and, is where it gets different than Axis and Allies. Okay, people, the first part sounded yeah, just very like true, Axis very and true. Allies. This is where it gets yeah. a little different. Yeah, yeah, and this is kind of a so this is kind of a hidden movement esque game, you know, in the vein of like uh, Fury of Dracula or like uh, Letters to Whitechapel and stuff like that. Which is that one side it's asymmetrical, one side is looking for the other side, and the other side's trying to stay secret, kind of like Mr. Jack too, as well. Honestly, well, it's yeah, it's um, like any kind of deduction. It's a deduction type of mechanic where you're trying, yeah. you know, you pick the card in the beginning of okay, here's where my rebel base is, and then the Empire the whole time is just trying to narrow it down by getting cards out of that deck and figuring it or landing right. on the planets themselves and looking. sending probes yeah. out which is represented by like a probe deck right exactly right. um or almost like clue you know what i mean whereas right. like you put right. those cards away and then you keep getting different cards as the game goes on and you can and that tells you what you can rule out basically um and uh and as they're doing that the rebels of course are trying to you know stick a a pin in their craw or whatever, you know what I mean? <laughs> trying to, <laughs> trying to basically, um, just have as as you know have as many like victories as they can, all over the map, and pull off as many like uh, cool little missions as they can all over the right. map, that that raises their uh, renown um, mm-hmm. a, around the around the galaxy basically, and so one way the, the rebels essentially win by not being found out. And just time passing until they get so much 
uh, renown across notoriety, the galaxy. I think, right? I notoriety. Yeah. Something like that. Um, across the galaxy that there's just no stopping the momentum of the rebellion, basically, right? So you're right. Um, so the way that that plays out on the board is there's like a little uh, like a little timeline. It's just a bunch of circles uh, along the side, mm-hmm. and your rebel, uh, your rebel uh, token starts on one end or close to one end, and then the time marker starts at the other end. And uh, so every round, after every round, um, you move that time marker one space. And for every successful like mission that gets you those uh, those renown, you know, points or whatever, you move that that uh, rebel token closer to the time token. So once the mm-hmm. time token and that uh, and that rebel uh, reputation token meet, then hey, rebels win. That's and there's over. no turning back. The, right. Yeah, the empire is on its way out at that point. The people have supported. Uh, people now, have supported the rebellion. The missions also. It's not just any missions. They they come from uh, an obje- an objective deck where you, every round you draw a new objective, and they're very specific things. It's like. Uh, it's like if you can uh, win a ground victory on a planet that you started, or if you can, um, well, one of them is actually get the Death Star plans to blow up the Death Star. That gets you a lot of uh, credit um, in the galaxy. Mm-hmm. But uh, other things yeah. might just be like have three of the Empire's planets sabotaged by the end of the round. Uh, you, so it's just different criteria that you need to meet, um, and then you can get some points that way. And so once that's meet, then once that's met, then you throw down that card and say, oh, well, I'm going to get a point for that. Um, so they're yep. all different. Yep, <clears throat> they're all different, and I, that's one of my favorite parts of the game, honestly, because this is the most human element part of it. Right. Is uh, just the just the idea that like there's a there's a rebellion stirring, and you you pull off a mission where you like uh, bring down a ship or something like that, mm-hmm. and like that news gets around, and the people of the galaxy are like, oh, they're they're pretty serious, you know? What I mean, they right. they might be able to pull this off, you know? what I mean, and then you get more support, kind of thing. I like that kind of thing a lot, and you're and and it's like a lot of guerrilla warfare type thing going on. Um, the card just like might in the say movies, like you know what might, I mean, right? So, just like in the movie, it might say like um, you know, dis- it doesn't say win a space battle, but it might say like destroy uh, four hit points worth of of spaceships during a battle, and then you get you right. get the reputation for that, you know. So it's just like you know, have a good battle, and then you win. You know, you don't have right. to like dominate because the empire starts off with way more ships than the rebels do. You just you know, you're just trying to like yes. sneak in and do the missions and get out, kind of thing. Right. Right, because this takes place like you like you mentioned earlier. This takes place squarely uh, during the uh, the original three movies, yeah, uh, four, five, and six, basically. So it's like the Empire is in power, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, and and rules the galaxy, you know what I mean. So and the rebellion does start out small, and so that is represented in this game as well, and it builds from there. So now uh, the only other thing we didn't mention, I guess, well, there's lots of things we didn't mention because there's a lot to this game, but really the big thing we didn't mention mm. are the characters in this game, the uh, your, oh, yeah. your your heroes on each side, right? Yeah, right. So basically, like uh, Andrew was talking about, how the cards are really the main part of the game, and that is because you, at the beginning of every turn, you start out with a hand of of cards. Uh, you can have up to ten, I think, uh, yeah, to start with. Um, and uh, most of those things are like missions you can go on, mm-hmm. and you're gonna just choose which which thing. They're like your actions for the turn that you want to take, mm-hmm. um, and you have a pool of leaders that grows more and more as you recruit as the game goes on, and you can assign those leaders to go on those missions. So it's kind of like a worker placement type thing, you know what yes. I mean? 
where you're but instead of like hey go chop wood or whatever and then we get wood it's like <laughs> hey go on a mission where you um like start um taking over this this planet or whatever you know what i mean or um you, well, some of them, uh, you steal the plans from blah blah blah. Right. Some of them will be diplomatic, like because so each uh, leader yeah. has different characteristics. So so one of them might just be mm. like, go to a planet, and if successful, then you're going to sway that planet to your to align with your side. You know. Right. Or right. Some of them might be more um, militaristic, like you know, going and sabotaging one of the empire's uh, facilities, mm-hmm. or you know. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or, they or could be real kidnapping uh, <laughs> another person's leader. If you're if you're the empire, you, one yep. of your more like militaristic ones is is to kidnap somebody's leader. Some um, of them are real yeah. specific. Like there was one. I remember I had one that was like a lead a Wookiee uprising on Kashyyyk, and it only works on the Wookiee planet. Huh. And <laughs> I there never got a chance to use it. Yeah. But, and it, it'll have they'll That's have all cool. kinds of different things. Like that one was more powerful if you used Chewbacca to go on the mission. But you you don't have to use Chewbacca. Right. You can use a different hero for that one. You know. So right. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, all and then there's things, things like that. that are like intel based, and that gets you some yes. more info. Like, uh, it, like if you're the rebels, that gets you more objective cards to choose from. So basically, like more different ways you can different different ways to get notoriety around the the galaxy. And for the Empire, the intel gets you more info, helps you narrow down uh, info about the planet where the rebel base is, which is of course what they're really looking for. You know, throughout the yeah. entire game. Honestly, uh, yeah. I so felt those, like that those missions are cool yeah the mission part felt to me like almost like a like a his like um what do we call that a car driven history game a historical uh, good kind point of, yeah that's a, a little good bit because it has text on there and obviously we all know star wars is true history right so um yeah, yeah <laughs> so yeah. uh yeah but they're all kind of things that you might have seen in one of the movies or it's like oh yeah that kind right. of is supposed to be like that scene um and yep. so and, and and but they might get played out of order, you know what I mean? Just right. like in some of those games, like exactly. Watergate or Shores of, Shores of Tripoli or something like that. It's right. like, oh well, maybe you know Nixon didn't hold this press conference here, but this card is about that press conference, and it did have this effect, and so I'm right. gonna play it now. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's yeah, yeah, it's tied into the history like right. that of the of the movies. Yeah, he did mm-hmm. he did hold that press conference on Cato Nemoidia with all the. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the the Trade Federation. <laughs> he was yeah. He's he was talking to the Trade Federation. Right. They yeah. s- they said, "My lord, um, my lord, is that legal?" And he said, uh, uh, "I'll make it legal. <laughs> I'll make it legal." Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that's and then he he was the one that convinced them to do terrible stereotypical uh, you know East, <laughs> right. East Asian voices, typical Nixon. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, that's such a bad Typical. thing. I, I mean, I, you know, I love episode one, but those bad. I feel like it was like George Lucas was like, they're like, what kind of voice do we want to do for this? And he's like, I don't know, throw me some voices. And they started doing something nah, a little bit more like this. I feel like he was probably going for uh, kind of the mood of like the Flash Gordon uh, things, right? Wasn't there like uh, the, okay. the bad guys were always like, you know, East Asian kind of. Yeah. Is that, that, is that, well, is that also, is that where like, uh, is that where the character Fu Manchu comes from? Hold on, let me see. I think the Fu Ming, Manchu. right? Isn't there a character named Ming? Uh, oh, Ming. Okay, 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 okay. I think that might be the, um, the main villain of that. Uh, this is way before our time, you know. I was, I was, yeah, born, I was born in the '40s, and that game came out in the '30s, you know. So yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Flash Gordon. Yeah, it looks like Fu Manchu is a character that was just their own 
Uh, oh, okay. Series of novels by the English author Sax Romer. Interesting. Whoa. Well, well, well. Okay. Um, but anyway, um, right, that was a little sidetrack there about the you know I mean? Anyway, uh, yeah, um, Flash Gordon, Ming the Merciless. Ming there the Merciless, go. there it is. No, I think that's because yeah. he used to love those, and that's what kind of got him inspired to make Star Wars in the first place. Uh, you know, something... Interesting. Same thing with, like, Indiana Jones. It was like, I want to make something that's like those, you know, old serial shows from when I was a kid, you know? Or, like, radio mm-hmm. radio shows, you know? Uh, yeah. And then I think he was like, well, no, it needs to sound more like a bad guy. And they're like, what do you mean? <laughs> it's like... Yeah, uh, they're like, what? <laughs> He's like, and in his... Right, and in his mind, he was seeing Ming the Merciless or something right. like that, and they were like, but you're just... You just want us to sound like an East Asian person or whatever. And he's like, yeah, bad guys. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Uh, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. You know, pulling their collar. Which is um, also I love in in episode two and three, they have different voices for the, that species. Uh, and, you know, he's just, oh, see, yeah, see, they don't yeah, all talk yeah. like that. You know, the one is clearly see? like a surf. The one clearly has a surfer voice, too. He's like, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's like, yeah, it's man. Like, Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. It's <laughs> in, <laughs> in episode three, I think. Uh, anyway, what were we talking about? Star Wars? Uh, anyway, uh, wait, what okay, no. Uh, here's what my point was. Wait, I'll get back to it. Oh, my Cat point was that, of course. You got off on a big cat on Neomoidia. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, my point was that this game is like a historical car-driven game, but then it gets sidetracked when you want, like, once you build up your armies and you want to start fighting with each other to try and take over some of these planets or whatever, then the game yeah. all of a sudden like shifts over to the side. It's like, okay, now we got to get out some dice, and there's dice for each of these ships who are there in the, right. in the ground units, right. and we got to do this. And there's a whole other game. It's like a whole other game that you play. You like yeah. stop and like go yeah. play that game, and then figure out who won. Yeah, it's interesting. And then come when, back. when you when you go on these missions, um, the other player gets a chance to um, oppose the mission, basically. So it's not always a slam dunk that you're gonna that you're going to carry out the mission because you're basically your opponent has a chance to like um, interrupt and potentially right. make it so that they can happen. And that's done with a, uh, rolling some dice based yeah, on the quick. leaders that you choose. That's pretty quick. Right? Which that's is just, but it's still dice rolls um, to decide it. And then right. the other thing you use dice for is like you said, instead of going on a mission, sometimes you can just take a leader and have that leader um, basically lead units to another location and, like like any other good you know map uh, war game or whatever, if they you know if if the two uh, sides occupy the same space, it's it's time to fight. And and then yeah, and then like you said, then you shift back to the dice and you um, resolve combat with dice. Like but that can go. I mean, depending on how big the games. battle is, how many ships are there? Like if you have a bunch of because sh- there's no limit, you know, you could have tons yeah. of ships in there and. Um... Right. You know, it could take forever if you want to fight till the very right. end. Now, it's, you can retreat right. at any point that you want. but Right. In this game, it's not just when, when battle does commence like that. It's not just one round of battle. It's as many rounds as it takes to completely either uh, annihilate the other side or cause them to retreat. That's, so, that's where uh, it's like yeah. Axis and Allies or Risk or any, yeah. uh, if you've ever played any. Yeah. Right, because you're like, well, I've got three of the Tie Fighters, and I've got four of the Stormtroopers, and there are, but I've also very... got one assault carrier, right. or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, and then that's all adds. Well, up, and that's and very involved too, because there's and blah blah blah. Right, there's different color dice that are associated with different units, types of units, yeah. and then different types of units can be hurt by different 
color dice, but not the other color dice. Yeah. But yes, if it's a direct, if it comes up with a direct hit symbol, because it's not just regular dice; these are custom dice that come with this thing. And so it's a whole. Yeah. It's it's like <laughs> every different a... Star Wars game that's made by Fantasy Flight has a different set of dice. It's I... interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's in very smart. Very. Oh no, smart. these are not those dice. These are the dice for this Star Wars game. Oh, yeah. these are other dice you got to make. They're all bespoke. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, you're looking for these dice. You got to buy this set of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah, know how to. Yeah, they know yeah. how to do it over there. Anyway, they learned of... from Apple. You know what I mean. <laughs> speaking of history, Andrew, and speaking of you, almost uh, stealing that transition from me. Yeah. Uh, tell me a little bit more about the history of this game. I was going to say, speaking of Fantasy Flight, because Fantasy Flight Games did, of course, publish this. They have and have had for a long time the Star Wars license to make Star Wars board mm. games. So, they came out with this one in 2016. Now I. I was a little surprised when I saw that because I thought it was going to be earlier because I noticed right. as we were playing that all of the planets and all of the characters are from the original George Lucas era, you know, the first six yeah. movies. Um, there are no planets or characters from the Disney era, um, and the, huh. Force the Force Awakens, the first Disney movie, did release. Now, it was right at the very end of 2015 that that movie came out, so maybe... I'm going to guess that a lot of that stuff from that movie was secret and they weren't allowed to share that or whatever. And so it, it came. Right. this game came out like right after that. So I assume that there was some time there, lag time, but, where they're like, oh, we can't put that in. Right. But they didn't touch the prequels at all. Yeah, you'd think that Disney well, the prequels, would... Prequels are... At least the planets of the prequels are in it. But you're right. The characters are not really from yeah. the prequels. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, just, it just surprises you that they didn't um, stretch out and try to use as much of the IP as possible. You know what yeah. I mean? I guess the mm -hmm. you're right because the the characters of the new movies would not necessarily be in there, but I I thought maybe some planet like there's no Jakku or whatever you know there's no none of those mm -hmm. newer mm -hmm. newer planets are in there, but yeah, uh, hmm. but yeah it was uh, designed by a game designer uh, going by the name of Corey Koneska, uh, who hmm. had worked at Fantasy Flight for about 14 years starting all the way back in 2005, hmm. um, uh -huh. and and uh, yeah, worked on a bunch of different. You know, I'm not. I'm not totally sure, but this seems like Fantasy Flight seems like the kind of game company where they hire designers and they like they only. It's different than, like, uh, you know, like like a Bruno out there just sitting at home designing games, playtesting them, and then like mm -hmm. finding a publisher. You know, it's like I, right. I feel like Fantasy right. Flight is like you wake up. Like I work for Fantasy Flight. You wake up and you go to work and you're like, okay, what are we gonna make today? You know. Yeah, kind of yeah, 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 yeah. Right, and they're like, "All right, guys, design me a Star Wars game." Right, right, right. right. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if that's right because I obviously I've never worked there, but I think that is true. Um, mm -hmm. Now, uh, this guy Corey, he has designed a bunch of games, like I said, including uh, one with our good acquaintance Nikki Valance, uh, Eldritch Horror, uh, co-designed oh. that one. Oh, um, sure, Eldritch yeah. Horror. Okay, cool. Also designed, he also designed the first edition of Mansions of Madness. Um, mm -hmm. Okay. And several Star Wars games, including Star Wars Imperial Assault, uh, Star okay, Wars, yeah. Star Wars Destiny, and Star Wars Outer Rim. Uh, so these are all. Oh, he, he seems like yeah. a pretty big Star Wars nerd. I did check out his Twitter and yeah. re retweeting a bunch of Star Wars stuff. So I'm I'm on board. Aha. Uh -huh. mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, and so this was a game that was, you know, handed down to him from management of the company. He did say that in, one, in this thing that I read <clears throat> where they, they were like, oh, they wanted to make a game that was inspired by uh, the old PC video game called Star Wars Rebellion. Same name. Right. 
this was a game in the late 90s uh, that came out, and you would play as either side, the Empire or the Rebellion, and you'd slowly build up and manage your resources and uh, by swaying planets to join your side, and you'd like mine for materials and then build units and recruit characters and send them on missions, kind of similar. Um, yeah. There were a lot more characters and a lot more... Th- it was seemed like a, even more involved than this game was, you know, because with video games you can get very involved. Um, right, right, right. But you right. were trying to... In that game, you were trying to take over the enemy headquarters. So it's kind of more like uh, capture the flag kind of thing. You're trying to, like, find right. the rebel base and, like, take it over, capture their leaders. And same thing for the rebels. It wasn't the time marker thing. It was like you're trying to get to and get to a Coruscant and capture the uh, Emperor. That was your hmm. well, goal in that game. And, of course, it was made in, uh, he said, 99. So everybody everybody was wearing a corn T-shirt. Uh, That's right. That's right. And, like, a puka shell <laughs> necklace and stuff. Yo, the, yeah, the puka shells were... <laughs> all Luke Skywalker was wearing a puka shell uh, necklace in the game. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, um, Corey said that, quote, uh, I focused my design on what I enjoy most about two-player games bluffing and mind games so that's where the uh, mm. whole you know cat and mouse thing okay. base. he said it's a game about yeah. overthinking your opponent and living out star wars fantasies in a unique way if you've ever wanted well, to blow well, up well. a planet this game is for you that's what he said yeah that is okay maybe that's the most fun part of this game <laughs> you can't you know there is like i said there's death stars in it and you can get a card that lets you essentially activate it and you can just blow up an entire planet is this a good is time cool. is this a good time to talk about when, when pete and i were playing this i he had the death star and i had a card that was the death star plans and if you go in mm. and you fight the death star as long as you have your X-Wings and Y-Wings there, every round of the battle, you you can roll three dice. And if you get one specific symbol, then you blow up the Death Star. And right. uh, I was like, man, this is going to be so dramatic because all I needed were, you know, whatever, two more points to win. And I, <laughs> and it must have gone like ten rounds, and I could not roll. Yeah, and you thing. never got the symbol that you needed to blow up the Death Star. Yeah, right. And so eventually, I think my eventually the Death Star just kind of picked you off one by one, and then eventually it was just like, well, see ya. You know, what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> nice it was try. Not though. like the movie. Not like the movie. Yeah. You you kept you kept being like, all right, watch this roll. This is Luke. Uh, you know, what I mean, turning off his uh, you know targeting, targeting. system or whatever. <laughs> And then you'd roll it, and we'd be like, well, okay, so it wasn't Luke. It was actually... Uh, <laughs> it was Porkins it was again. his cousin. It was Porkins <laughs> again, yeah. <laughs> um, so last thing I'll say is that uh, Corey Kaneska here uh, has since left Fantasy Flight and started his own company. Um, wow. Uh, for, it's called Unexpected Games. They have two games so far. look pretty cool. One of them is called The Initiative... And uh, there's an even newer one that's coming out as we speak. It's not quite out yet. It's called uh, Voices in My Head, uh, mm. which sounds pretty cool, although it's for more than two, so we'll never play it. But um, mm. yep. that was kind of interesting. One person, <laughs> one person is the prosecutor in a trial of a bank robbery, right? And okay. then everyone else playing the game is the bank robber. But you're all playing as different aspects of the bank robber's personality. So, like, one okay. person, you know, huh. so... So hence the you know yes, voice in my head thing. Yeah. So you all have a different secret uh, goal to accomplish in that game. That's interesting. Cool. Well, yeah. that's very interesting. That's yeah, sounds fascinating. I mean, very yeah. different. I like it. Yeah. So that's that's how that one uh, that's how that one came to be, as we say. Well, 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 Andrew. Thank you for that. But why don't you review on this? Review on this. 
Review on what? Oh, review on this. Uh, Pete's going to read <laughs> uh, some reviews of this game that he found online, and uh, we're going to sit back yeah. and see what kind of weirdos are writing stuff on the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, of course, as you might uh, guess, Andrew, there's pretty much no weirdos writing about Star Wars out there. Oh, okay. uh, psych! <laughs> <laughs> okay, Andrew. So this person gave it a 1 out of 10, and they said... It would be a decent game if they had chosen a better theme. Star Wars is so last century. Now, <laughs> Andrew, Come on. Andrew, they are right. This does take place in the 1900s Star Wars films, okay? <laughs> so it is last century, this this particular Star Wars. That's, that's and they're point. also right that we would all rather it be this century's Star Wars films, Andrews. I'm talking about the prequels. <laughs> you know? Um, I'm not sure about that, but okay, yeah. Where's, uh, you know, tongue guy? Who's tongue guy? Where's the... Uh, <laughs> tongue guy? <laughs> where's the guy who licks the uh, couplers, the electric couplers? What's his oh, name? Oh, Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Jar Jar. Where's Jar Jar? Tongue guy? Uh, I thought you were where... talking about the, that Pokemon. Uh, what, isn't there a tongue guy Pokemon? Lick-a-tongue. Oh, yeah. lick, lick-a-tongue. Yeah, where's lick-a-tongue? You know what I mean? <laughs> is, what I, is what I say. My favorite Star Wars character. Where's, uh, you know, I don't know, uh, young Anakin, you know? Yeah, really, uh, come on. Where, where's 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 Hayden Christensen? You know, all of our favorite characters from the old... Where's Jango Fett, you know? Um, so, yeah, let's let's get that going is what I say. That's what um, we all want. Yeah, I don't know about that. Go, all right, next one. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew. Where's uh where's the droids that say eh, eh, does not compute Roger Roger you know what I mean and the, <laughs> the droids that like do vaudeville Andrew <laughs> this person gave it a three out of ten and they said the theme was great and made the game playable this game takes too long for me two times of failing the rebels has ruined the game for me now Andrew I like the idea that if you lose the game you fail the rebels you know what I mean. <laughs> This, this person gets down on one knee after the game and says, Senator Mothma, I have failed you again. I've you know failed. what I mean? <laughs> I've failed Their you partner's again. like, um, you're kind of being too hard on yourself, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> you failed me for the last time. Uh, this is uh, or whatever you know, <laughs> right? Whoever's yeah, right. playing the game. This is a very long game. That person is right there, but uh... it is a very long game. That is true. Yeah, that is true. So you got to strap in for that, especially when I mean, especially your first time playing through. It's like Ooh, I'm sure as you, boy, you know, as you, the more you play it, the more it, you can kind of get through these turns quicker. But de- definitely the first time you play it, when you're back, when you're going back and forth between the rules and everything, and reading the cards and yada yada yada. So, um, Andrew, this person gave it a five out of ten. <clears throat> they said, "Will comment and rate later." Now, Andrew, that was two years ago. So I'm starting to <laughs> starting to. Th- Starting to call me crazy. I'm starting to think this person ain't coming back. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wait, didn't you, didn't they give it a rating though? Uh, well, technically they gave it five out of ten, but yeah, come yeah. on, that's but brilliant. that was that was it. Their 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 entire review was we'll comment and rate later. Well, okay, right. so they I guess they did. And the comment was things. the comment was you know we'll comment and, and the comment later. was we'll comment and rate later. Right, that's so, a good point. That's a good point. That's what they did. So actually, the, the <laughs> yeah, okay. The, the thing was blank and had no rating, and then they came back, you know, two years later and wrote that. You know? <laughs> well, maybe maybe at first it was just later, and then they filled in, the, you know. 
I don't know. Andrew, this person also gave it a 5 out of 10, and they wrote, uh, I was so excited to play and own such a beautiful game, and then I played it, and I got bored. Z, 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 You get it, what they're going for there, Andrew. Z's. Snoring sound. Now, Andrew, this person fell asleep while writing their own review, you know? Wow. I think you got to get checked for narcolepsy there, bud. They, they got how are you gonna bored. fall? How are you gonna fall asleep in the middle of, you know, writing or typing a review? Yeah, they got bored by their own review. I wish I knew what they thought they about. Bored the game, by their but, own review, unfortunately. <laughs> and they and they just fell on their Z key. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew, this person gave it an eight out of ten, and they wrote, uh, "Great game that always ends up with plenty." End-of-game discussion. Now, Andrew, I'm sure they're discussing the moves they made or whatever at the end of the game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, that's kind of yeah. cool. Because I could see people doing that where they're like, yo, remember that time during the game that I blah, blah, blah? You know? Mm-hmm, yeah, right. Like you and I, like like I, at some point during our game, I captured Mon Mothma, and then I played a card to turn her to the dark side. Palpatine yeah, cool. turned her to the dark side. And then she was just one of my leaders from there on out, which was pretty cool. Great yeah, moment. Cool. Yeah. So it's like, those are the kind of moments they probably discuss at the end of the game. But... I like to think that their post-game discussion is kind of like the John Hughes kind of like, where are they now stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Scrolls, you know what I mean? So their post-game discussion is like, Han Solo opened his own garage slash bar called Sebulba Spit. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Emperor Palpatine passed away at the ripe age of 89, but left a map to his treasure buried on Solus. <laughs> you know what I mean? That kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like they're just doing end-of-game, you know, discussion. <laughs> Uh, Emperor Palpatine um, never actually passed away, as we learned. But uh, yeah, go ahead, keep going. That's canon. That is canon. <laughs> or maybe well, he did, and then he cloned. Maybe he did, and that was, was a clone. I can't remember. I, honestly I was very confused. Remember. I don't know. Uh, anyway, go ahead. <clears throat> I did. I didn't have a problem with it personally. Everybody had a problem with that. I think that's kind of interesting. But uh, I just. Oh no, I wasn't I, very. Wasn't I don't very think clear. I, I didn't have right exactly. I didn't have a problem with it. I thought it was kind of cool, but I was still was confused cool. about it. It's like okay. I'm, yeah. I know. I guess you got to read a yeah. book or something like that, or maybe they'll, maybe they'll explain it later. I don't know. <clears throat> but yeah, still. yeah, read a read a book like your biology book, people. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, duh. duh. Um, duh. Andrew, this person uh, gave it uh, a nine out of ten, and they said, as everyone else says, this is the original three Star Wars movies in a box. Whoops. Andrew, this guy ordered uh, this board game, and instead he got three VHS tapes sent to him in a box. So, now, luckily that did it for him, I guess. You know. Oh, now I almost wouldn't. We're not playing Would You Rather on this episode, but I would. Yeah, rather yeah, yeah. Get those. Now, right. I had if you the... could only do one of those two things: play this game or get the VHS tapes sent to you. You know what I mean? Because then, because you, if you're doing Would You Rather, the other one's ruled out. You know what I mean? So I had those three VHS tapes. That's that's my introduction oh, to Star everybody Wars. Everybody did. The box I set, too. Yeah. right with the big faces. Yeah, on where them, the... each each one has a face on it. And yes. what was it? Yoda was. Uh, Return so of the Jedi. Emperor was Darth no. Vader. Darth Vader was right? the first one, and then a stormtrooper. Oh, was Vader the was. One. Yeah, New Hope. Oh, Yoda. right, right, right. Empire was, and then Yoda was definitely Yoda was. The last I mean, come one. on, Yoda's but, who we really care about. Honestly. And it had interviews with George Lucas and Leonard Maltin in the beginning, uh, before the movie started. Uh, which I always yeah. fast forwarded through, but man, it was great. Uh, Where's any- Yaddle? Is what I meant to. S- <laughs> is another uh, adding on to later. Oh, I'll just edit go. that in to 
I'll just add. I'll just edit that one into earlier. No, leave it right here. It makes we'll more sense. We'll find here. out. Just uh, kidding. Um, <laughs> no, but my story is that uh, I had those and you know grew up with them, and then late in high school, I took them over to somebody's house. The first one, which is the one that they they later messed around with the most, they added the more stuff into, and I just left it in their VCR, and I totally forgot about it and never got it back. And uh, no, no. And now you don't. Of, ha- now you can't get that one anymore. No, it's the it's the unaltered you know movie from yep. or almost unaltered movie from the you know nineteen seventy seven. Right. But now you can't get that anywhere. Hmm. It's Oof. all ooh. Now it's all got dobacks in the background of every single scene. What, so. <laughs> what a mistake, Andrew. This person gave it a ten out of ten, and they now English is not their first language, so excuse the grammar here. That's not the funny part about this. Okay. Uh, but they wrote uh, they wrote. Let me say, I just start to watch the Star Wars movies because of this game. Now, Andrew, imagine never watching Star Wars, wow. but somehow you find yourself playing this game. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then and then that making you want, you know what I mean? Like, like then you being like, all right, you got me. I didn't realize the movie was really about like a war in space on different planets. Like, I'll watch it. <laughs> you know, now that I know that, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like what is it about this game? You know what I mean? Maybe it's like, uh, maybe it's like they, they see Emperor Palpatine uh, you know, as uh, you know, depicted on one of the cards, and they're like, uh, "Man, nobody told me there's like messed up looking dudes in this movie." I'm, I'm in. You know what I mean? Sign me up. You know. What well, I, mean? I, I like to imagine that this person then is watching the movie, being like, "Oh, where's my favorite character, General Reikian? You know, where's?" Uh... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I've been watching all day to try to find General Jan Dodana. You know what I mean? And uh... oh, he only has one line. There he sure, is. Oh. <laughs> surely, yeah. Surely he's surely has a bigger role in the next movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, uh, this last one, the Perkins gave it a perfect 10 out of 10. And they said, uh, I have everything I like in this kind of game in Rebellion. Uh, and great thing about it is for two players. I'm in to that last sentence, Andrew. This person yeah. gets it. Usually, usually the re- these reviews are like, man, too bad it's just for two players. You know, it's usually a negative thing. But this person is like, and the great thing. It's two players only, baby. Yes. This person clearly listens to the podcast. Yeah, clearly. So hello out there, you know. (laughs) Oh, speaking of saying hello, Andrew, somebody at your door right now, I think. Somebody's trying to, uh, somebody's trying to say hello to you through, via your door. I know a lot of kids out, I know a lot of teens out there don't know this concept because they're all about their phones, but we used to have this thing called doors and you could knock on them. Right. Actually, somebody would open it and you could talk to them. This person's sticking a lightsaber through the door to burn a hole through it. To try and get. <laughs> oh <it>. no! <laughs> Here, wait. I'll just. You know what? I'll do. I'll just shoot the controls to the door. Usually, that'll do what I. It, it'll either open Usually or close the. It. Depending if I'm I want sweating, it to open, I'm sh- it'll open the door. If I want it to close, it'll. Close I'm sweating the door. over here like uh, like a trade federation, uh, <laughs> you know, representative Andrew. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. It's no. It's not a Jedi. It's just Doctor Fraser Crane. Oh. Doctor Fraser Crane. That's right, it's Dr. Fraser Crane here to help us count down the top ten phrases that you'll hear someone say, really anyone say, because these are such general things that you just hear all the time, Right. while you're playing Star Wars Rebellion. Number ten. Governor Tarkin, I should have expected to find you holding Vader's leash. I recognized your foul stench when I was brought on board. Number nine. Charming to the last. You don't know how hard I found it. 
signing the order to terminate your life. Number eight. I'm surprised that you had the courage to take the responsibility yourself. Number seven. Princess Leia, before your execution, I would like you to be my guest at a ceremony that'll make this battle station operational. No star system will dare oppose the Empire now. Number six. The more you tighten your grip, Tarkin, the more star systems will slip through your fingers. Number five. Not after we demonstrate the power of the station. In a way, you have determined the choice of the planet that'll be destroyed first. Since you are reluctant to provide us with the location of the rebel base, I have chosen to test this station's destructive power on your home planet of Alderaan. Number four. No, Alderaan is peaceful. We have no weapons. You can't possibly... Number three. You would prefer another target, a military target? Then name the system. I grow tired of asking this so it will be the last time. Where is the rebel base? Number two. Dantooine. They're on Dantooine. Number one. There. You see, Lord Vader, she can be reasonable. Continue with the operation. You may fire when ready. What? Hey, folks, just taking a quick break from this episode to talk about the stuff that make us the money. Uh, of course, we're talking about our Patreon. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know, how could I not, right? Right, right, right. So need that, need that green stuff, Andrew. Need it to live. <laughs> Lettuce? No, not talking about vegetables. I'm talking about money, baby. So um, we wanted to bring one thing to light here, investigative journalism, gotcha journalism, um, that you might not have known, um, selling tabloids with the headline. And that is that uh, when you join the Patreon, you get a chance. You are entered in a little bit of a, a draw to be the guest on the very final episode of this season of Two Can Play That Game. That's right. Now, of course, Patreon, if Pete referring to, is the money, right? So uh, we do need a little bit of money to keep this podcast running. There are some costs associated with it, but you can uh, get all kinds of different bonus content when you do that. But one thing that's really cool about it is for every dollar that you pledge per month, your name goes into a hat, uh, you know, that many times. So if you pledge $2 a month, it's going into the hat two times every month. If you pledge $5 a month, it's going in five times every month. Uh, so the wow. sooner you sign up, for the higher amount that you sign up, the higher level you sign up, the more great stuff you get, plus the more chances you get to be on the show as our acquaintance. Wow. And you know what? If you just if you want to kind of seal the deal, Andrew, there is a $3,000 level one. You yeah. can just put, you, you know, you're pretty much going to get it at that point. you got 3,000 entries, you know what I mean? Well, so yep. you, could do that for, you could do that for one month and probably win it. You know what I mean? Probably. It's not a guarantee. It's not a guarantee. Just like rolling the dice not, in a board game, though. Um, not a guarantee. Know. You know what I mean? Just, yeah, doing the... We got to get the guy to do the uh, fine print at the end really fast. Yeah, that's you know? right. But anyway, uh, we hope you sign up. It's at uh, Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Patreon.com slash to can play that game podcast. That's right. That's right. We hope to see you there. But uh, for now, we got to get back to the show. Ooh. Love break. Okay, uh, we're going to take a little break here from all the wars in the stars to uh, have some love. We're going to play some, uh, you know, it's the opposite of war. It's love. Don't make, don't make war, make love. Right? Oh, make love break. Yep. Make love break. Don't make war break, make love break. And uh, we're going to be <laughs> continuing our ongoing game of Fog of Love, which we've been playing now for a little while. 
Pete and I are yeah. in a uh, in a relationship here in the game. And yeah. uh, Pete, is it my turn today to play a card? Is that right? Yeah, Andrew, it is your turn because we. Uh, eagle-eared uh, listeners uh, will remember that uh, last episode we started chapter two of our relationship, Andrew, and uh, oh, we, yeah. you know, we got off on a good start to chapter two here, so uh, you get to play the first scene into this chapter. What's it going to okay. be, Andrew? Well, I'm going to play this one. It's a little different than some of the other cards we played. This is a, a partner choose. This is just your choice, Pete. We don't have to match or anything oh. on this. This is just something that okay. you get to choose. I'm throwing you a little bone here on this one. Um, yeah, okay. Okay, so let me set the scene here for you, uh, Pete. Uh, this one's about dinner. So you know what? We are we are having a conversation over dinner. We're eating dinner. Uh, Ooh, and, my uh, uh, least, least favorite meal as a chef, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I hate dinner. That's your least favorite meal? Okay. Yeah. Um, well, well, since I know you hate dinner so much, uh, I steer the conversation towards dinner. And I ask, yeah, hey. Yeah, trying to take uh, my mind off it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I ask, uh Hey, you know, uh, you don't like eating dinner with me too much, but if you could uh, have dinner with any pr- famous person, you know, any person from history or any any celebrity mm-hmm. or, or whoever, just anybody out there, mm-hmm. or yeah. uh, not even a famous person, just somebody that you know, like who mm-hmm. who would it be? Anybody? Okay, so yeah, so uh, looks like th- th- there's like a uh, about four different choices here, and depending on the choice that I choose, it will affect one of my stats, right? So, yes. and the cool thing I about this, listeners, go, yeah, I, I want to tell the listeners the cool thing about this card is that it has these different choices, but then Pete gets to fill in the blank as to who the person is that he's gonna have dinner with. Yes. Yes, so it gives this you like happens a uh, fairly in often in Fog of Love, is there will be parts of the card that say tell X, Y, and Z, and, and right. that's when they want you to fill it in. So yes. it's cool. Um, Andrew. Yeah. I am going to choose option C, which okay. increases my curiosity, my positive um, curiosity here. Um, and... Um, that is a historical figure. So I got to choose a historical figure that I would love. My dream guest for dinner. Historical figure. Andrew. I can't think of very many historical figures that I'd want to eat dinner with. Oh, actually, you know what? How about this? This is technically a historical figure because they're not around anymore. They so they are relegated to history. I would choose the Hamburglar. <laughs> I think McDonald's has moved on from the Hamburglar, so they they are the history of the '90s, the '80s. Um, <laughs> okay, great. So that's my that's my dream dinner guest, of course, because Andrew. Right. Uh-huh. If um, basically, I can just I can just walk away and steal some hamburgers. And eat that for dinner, and then I'm just standing next to the hamburglar, uh-huh. and I won't get caught because it's like, who are they gonna, who are they gonna pick up at that point? Mm-hmm. Would well, they think I did it? You know what I mean? Like, there's gonna be a cop that shows up, and I'm gonna be like, come on, man, <laughs> you know? The hamburger's like, wait, I I paid for my burgers this time. Did you steal them? And I'm like, looking at the cop, like, uh, yeah, right. You know what I mean? Look who it is. You know? And this is this is your dream dinner guest. Okay. All right. Yep. Um, yeah, that's right. That, that just somebody this... I can just a scapegoat. You know what I mean? <laughs> Glad we could have this deep conversation over dinner in our relationship. <laughs> yeah, pretty deep conversation. Uh, and Andrew, it could. I wish it could go even deeper, but we just don't have time to continue the game right now. Andrew, we'll pick it up next week for next week's fo- uh, love break, fog of love, love break, love break, <laughs> love break. Colon fog of love. Colon love break. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right.
um, but, but Andrew, as, honestly, as right now, now, yeah, yeah. Uh, let me start that over. Yeah, uh, as for now, though, um, we gotta take a break from love break, and we gotta uh, answer our phones because our phones are ringing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's yeah. <laughs> is that am I right about that? <laughs> Is that what that sound is? You heard of you heard about this? Yeah, you, you know what I mean. You, you seen this? You heard about this? My phone's ringing. You know what I mean? Just kind of. <laughs> Have you seen these phones? Let's pick people? this up, okay. Andrew. Yeah. Oh, you, you seen this? You heard about this? This is uh, my phone's ringing. That's my best uh, Jay Leno impression, Andrew. Right. Yes. Oh, but Jay Leno is not on the phone because Jay Leno. No. No, it's just it's just an acquaintance. acquaintance call in yeah that's right it's time for an acquaintance call in and uh, of course this is the part of the show where we talk to somebody who many shows would refer to as a friend of the show but for our show that would just be disingenuous so let's talk to an acquaintance just some folks that we know andrew uh go ahead and introduce me to the acquaintances that we're talking to today Oh, well, thanks, Pete. Well, today on the show, we're very excited to have uh, two gentlemen from the world of podcasting on the show here, uh, hosts of several different podcasts, actually, at this point, pretty prolific, uh, if you ask me, but uh, most notably, especially for our episode here today, host of a little podcast called Star Wars Minute. So please welcome to the show, Alex Robinson and Pete the Retailer. Welcome, guys. Hi, thanks for having me. So you call this gentleman, I feel like I should have dressed better now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's because you're both wearing top hats. You know what I mean, right? Uh, so, but I should have worn the should have worn the good top hat. And this is just my everyday walking <laughs> yeah, around the, top hat. Yeah, yeah. You have the uh, hot topic uh, top hat with that has like Peter Griffin on it, smoking right, a yeah. blunt or something like that. And <laughs> you didn't get your Calvin peeing on another top hat on the top yes. hat. I don't know why. Yeah, it's kind of a crazy message, honestly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty punk rock. Yeah. Um, yeah, thanks for being on the show. Um, so, uh, you know, when we're talking Star Wars, we felt like, hey, we got to go to the we got to go to the experts we're, we got to go to the guys who have seen Star Wars so much that they literally break it down minute by minute. Right. So how, how much how much more granular can you can you get with Star Wars other than breaking it down? Have you ever thought about maybe doing a second by second? That's maybe too much, huh? It's tough um, to milk to milk. Uh, 30 minutes out of a second but yes star wars we can do, we can do it. a kind of well, rapid fire it's just like you know yeah. quick episode it's just like what, what are the things free association i think then we'd yep. end up repeating ourselves too much though that's the problem yeah, also we that's i think we'd end up repeating ourselves yeah we didn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah but also you'd probably repeat yourselves too. yeah well, that's yeah. True. um so well, um but you hey, kind of have like a bit of a bit of a podcast empire going. So once you once you're once you have like jumped the shark or whatever, um, then you got you just just keep that idea about second by second in your in your back pocket. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know what, Pete? You sound like you're kind of familiar, and I'm also familiar with this Star Wars Minute podcast. But uh, yeah. I want to make sure our listeners don't think we're too familiar here, though. We got to make sure we forgot real quick. Uh, we got to make sure that Alex, uh, Pete, you guys are not our friends, right? Uh, we're just acquaintances. Um, yeah. gotta give you acquaintances, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pushing it a bit. It's, yeah, it, it's that's the, a good point. We are we're speaking now. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. That's, that's kind of know. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's about we it. Should, we should rename the segment uh, "Speaking Now." Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Andrew, oh. who are we speaking to currently? You know, yeah, <laughs> <It's> like yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, who 
who clicked the link to join this call? Right. And then oh. later, later, we're not speaking. That's right. But uh, right now, right, right now we are. So it's good. You know, we can, we can talk. <laughs> uh, speaking of speaking, uh, you guys do a lot of speaking on, on a podcast and um, uh, it's, you're right. Uh, I'm not sure, you know, our listeners are much more in the board game world. Uh, you know, I'm sure some Star Wars fans out there, but for those who are not familiar, can you guys uh, let our listeners know, like, what is the whole premise of your show? Because it's pretty unique, um, pretty interesting. So, uh, Well, um, we basically, we both realized we were uh, good. We liked Star Wars, loved Star Wars, loved talking about it. And so uh, we go through each Star Wars movie. We we each episode. It's hard to get, even after all this time. It's still complicated <laughs> to explain. Uh, each episode is devoted. Each thirty-minute episode, roughly, is devoted to one minute of Star Wars. So we started with minute one of A New Hope. Then we did the second episode was minute two of A New Hope, which is of course just the opening crawl and stuff, <laughs> all the way through the credits of uh, every single movie. We are currently. Uh, a chunk of the way into Solo, a Star Wars story, which is available Ooh. on digital and Blu-ray. Uh, wow! Now. And um, okay. but yeah, if 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 that sounds at all appealing to anyone, <laughs> they should check out our show. Mm-hmm. Well, you sound like a real shill when you say that, but that's cool. Hey, yeah, no, great. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know yeah. why you would want to listen to us do that, but if you do, <laughs> for some reason you do. Yeah, we, we we're. We've done over 1,200 episodes at this point. so That is wow. honestly insane, um, but also great. It's one of my favorite podcasts. Um, uh, it's I've learned a lot about Star Wars from listening to you guys, but you also make it, I think, kind of accessible. It's not like, um, you know, like you go into the nitty gritty of where you've read all the books and stuff like that. It's kind of like casual, but also, I don't know, you really yeah. know yourself. Hardcore casual well, is how we describe it. Hardcore yeah, casual. casual. That's pretty sick. That's also my favorite music is hardcore casual. Um, the, um, the, well, cause especially you, you guys know this, especially with star Wars, um, there's so much gatekeeping that goes on in the community and stuff like that, where they're just like, um, I don't know. Have you seen blah, blah, blah. And I mean, have you seen all of, uh, yeah. you know, the rebels series or whatever? And it's like, just let me like it or not. You know what I mean? Kind yeah. of thing. So it's good. It's good. It's always a fresh breath of fresh air to a fresh breath air to, mm-hmm. um, to, to encounter Star Wars fans who are who aren't gatekeepers and who are you know interested in just having you know having a good time with it you know yeah I'm I'm always kind of like I'm not gonna say amazed because I I should know better I should learn to expect this but when people um, pull that kind of a stuff that kind of thing with us they're just like come on you guys don't know about you know like the Yuzum Vong I'm like like what are you like what are you questioning my you know obviously i enjoy these movies because yeah i, I wouldn't spent be the last doing eight years if, like yeah. you know uh, right. talking about them every day like it exactly. so i didn't read that one you know book series that you liked that's okay right. i'm glad you liked it right <laughs> good luck with the book and all yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, ultimately <laughs> it comes down to the fact that like pablo hidalgo is probably the only star wars fan and everyone else is just a poser <laughs> pretending right. to like star exactly wars. Right, exactly. And yet, exactly. according to the internet, he's also the one that ruined it. So that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we contain multitudes, huh? We contain multitudes. Yeah. Well, I've heard uh, he's feuding with <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy and uh, other people. You know, all the time. Right. Wow. I've seen wow, it on wow. you. I've seen it on YouTube. Um, yeah. Sure. Sure. Well, this this minute by minute format has kind of spawned this whole community of other podcasts as well. It seems like uh, I guess you guys were first is that right or at least close to first in this format and now there are literally i mean think of your favorite movie there's probably a minute by minute podcast about it out there Mm -hmm. yeah you guys set a trend 
Yeah, I think there's an asterisk because there was at least one group doing um, a show like this before we were doing ours, but we hadn't heard of them. Mm. Um, there was a, mm-hmm. a show called Gutter Balls. It's doing Big Lebowski minute by minute. And, uh, you know, they were doing, oh. a, you know, each episode, you know, they, they were doing it kind of, I think, weekly, biweekly, something like that. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, kind of going through it. And we, we they had done, a you know, maybe 20, 30 episodes before we started our thing. We hadn't heard of them. But then mm-hmm. uh, most of the movies by minutes brand shows um, are and not you know this isn't beating our own drum uh, but but they're ahead, all beat away, uh, beat away, they're you know? they're mostly in our um image shadows. <laughs> in our yes. shadows yeah in our in, yes. our, in, yes, in yes. our image right just something right they're out of the mostly Bible. eating mm-hmm. our dust um <laughs> yes and exactly. i don't want that to sound <laughs> self-aggrandizing but <laughs> they're mostly eating our shorts yeah, yeah. um well but you it, guys have started a franchise right so they have to pay you money to open their branch in their hometown right like, <laughs> where were you five years ago when someone <laughs> yeah. given us that advice it'd yeah. be, yeah. be hundred heirs by now if we <laughs> hundred heirs yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we like to say it's open source attribution that that you know you there. I mean, granted, some of the shows that start up don't even they've never heard of us or heard of us. Wow. It's just right. like you know, I'm right. they're doing a movies by minutes show about their favorite movie because they heard a show that had listened to us and started their own show, and then they right. heard that show, and then they're like, oh, that's a cool idea, and then they've never heard of Star Wars Minute, which is yeah, I awesome, honestly, but it's taking out a life of its own. I had heard that it was uh, you know there were all these other things out there and i was thinking oh this would be cool we could do about this movie we could pete we could do a, a minute by minute about this movie i looked it up it's like every single movie i've ever seen has one of these things so it's, it's been like, done already <laughs> yeah right 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 so uh, and to be fair some, you know there's kids some these outliers days, that you know. have, have never been tackled surprisingly Ooh, oh okay. really as of this recording no one has done blade runner which to me seems like yeah nerds have jumped on that by now wow right i think mm. it's just a it's a daunting yeah. i don't know that 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 movie is atmospheric and kind of you know as well obviously deserves its acclaim i love it but it's also yeah. like it's a different beast in a, in a sense it moves a little bit in a way mm-hmm. that i don't know if it would be maybe do a you know there's a, there's a several different styles of movie by a minute shows yeah. um and the, like the ones that do kind of once a week do five minutes because we do one minute every day five days a week so it's like a mm-hmm. you know so at the end of every week we've done five episodes and some do it as more of a digest format so they'll do five minutes at the end of the week uh, or at the beginning of the week or whatever. I think that 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 would probably be more suitable to Blade Runner. But that's a good point. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I also think, you know, like there, there might not be enough bad movies. Like there's a lot of bad movie podcasts and there's a lot of movies by minutes podcasts, but there's not a ton of of over other than like, you know, a talking cat. I think there was a talking cat minute and there's the room minute. But I think there there yeah. needs to be more I think bad movies there yeah. are enough of them that could support this kind of a thing because there's enough that you're just you know wandering well, I, around questioning every every single decision i this is this is giving me ideas now i um pete knows this about me i once uh <laughs> back in the days of when you could get netflix maybe you still can netflix dvds through the mail mm-hmm. i once yeah. i uh I watched every single worst picture winner, Raspberry uh, hmm. Award winner. Yes. And because I'm like you guys. I like to do something slowly and painfully and uh, mm-hmm. not, you know, even if I don't really enjoy it that much. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. There, Andrew's there are... a, a big self-torturer. Yeah. yeah. For mm-hmm. sure. Love it. Love it. Um, and so maybe uh, I'm sure one of those movies, I like the Mommy Dearest and those kind of things out there. There's got to be 
some yeah some is there a, like a gili minute by minute because i feel like that's always the one people bring up you know what i mean yeah yeah probably in italy there is one yeah you're right, right. You know. and, well, <laughs> well and speaking of that so you guys didn't just stop with star wars minute um you have alex you do godfather minute is that right too yeah my brother and i are doing godfather Ooh. minute we only do one minute per week so it's taking wow. us uh, <laughs> i like that yeah, we finished Godfather one. We're uh, fifty five minutes or so into Godfather two, so we probably have another two years on this project. <laughs> Are you gonna like valuable? You know, like as we go through, kind of as we as we we get to where we are in this, we're looking back at other things and people who are doing like three episodes a week and one you know one episode a week. And at, at first, there was a little bit of you know. Again, not gatekeeping, but it was a little bit like, oh well, you know, that's that's you know, that's not as as hardcore as we are now. Right. It's just like, oh, look at those beautiful humans who figured out like they don't. <laughs> that's so much yes. easier. <laughs> like, <laughs> God bless them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, right. You could really milk it that way, I guess. That that kind of yeah. makes sense. Um, but honestly, doing it every day, it kind of gives you something to like wake up and look forward to. So there's some there's some benefit in that too. It's like you get look, you know, you eat your breakfast while you're listening to Star Wars Minute, right? Why not? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and you've also done um, every Beatles song in ABC order. Is that right too? Uh, alphabetical, I think it was called, and some other projects like that. And so you guys seem to really have kind of this tendency to do these long projects in order like that. Which uh, I don't know. Is that something you've always been? Because for me, I love that kind of stuff. Uh, Pete knows that about me. Is yeah, that something you've I was always about to been... say that's that's Andrew's <laughs> wheelhouse. He loves it. <laughs> that's well, I we... think it makes it it makes it easier in terms of having a sort of um, structure to it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. if it yeah. was just like, yeah, we're just going to do a music podcast where every episode we talk about whatever we want. It it doesn't have that same like built in kind of yeah. um, structure, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pete, yeah. Did, we did alphabetical, which was we went through the Beatles uh, catalog alphabetically 12 through y uh and then pete spun off the alpha alphabetized uh angle why don't you explain more about that pete your shows yeah that's another one that's it's not as not as um well trod as the movies by minutes format but there's there's another handful of alphabetical song catalog podcasts that have popped up in in uh the wake of that which makes me happy but um Mm -hmm. yeah after that i i with a couple of other friends mostly from taken from the movies by minutes community uh, i did uh, abc devo where we went alphabetically through all the devo songs Ooh. um and then with those guys same same guys we were talking about what what music we would like to follow up with once we finished devo we're like oh, what other bands do we like like that and there was no there was there was a lot of common ground but there was nothing that the four of us were all just like yes we all we all feel as passionate about this as 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 we did about devo but the the only thing that, the only common ground that we found was um star trek the original series so now we converted from after we did abc devo we went and we've been doing abcd tos which is doing all the original star trek episodes in alphabetical order Yo. not release or production order we're doing them in alphabetical order by title so. oh, wow that's great um, really that's pretty that's dedicated. If you really wanted to torture yourself, you could have done the animated series. Uh, you know, in- <laughs> we we started to do it as a um, for as Patreon episodes, and we we kind of ran out of gas just in in terms of you know we were doing it like once a month. We were doing an animated episode for our Patreon uh, supporters, mm-hmm. and we we just had a hard time syncing for- that up for ourselves. So we we 
kind of give yeah. up on that. Brutal. That's brutal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, I mean, you only have one life to live. So it's like you, at some point you got to draw the line. Yeah. You know what I mean? Dude, one life to live episodes in alphabetical order is a whole different. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 <clears throat> Trademark claiming it. Claiming it. <laughs> um, it. This got me thinking about like, what would be the board game equivalent of this kind of mm. thing? And mm. Pete, yeah. I Pete the board gamer I'm speaking to, not Pete the retailer. I think we've actually already done this on our show. We, I, I was just about to say that we we did start doing that. That's funny. That just came out of nowhere uh, because right. we do on uh, every episode we play one move of a game. Well, uh, we started we started with chess. We we played a whole oh, game right. of chess. Chess. Yeah, <clears throat> we did one move of chess and Pete yeah. won the game uh, after like 40 that must have been. That moves. must have been your idea, Andrew. That sounds like a very you thing to do it was. Like one move of chess. Uh, an it episode. it, it yeah. was. Yeah, we started with our chess. And now we're doing a different game called Fog of Love, which is like a, a romantic comedy themed board game. Relationship role playing yeah. game or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, yeah, that's funny. Some might refer to it as their least favorite part of the episode, but we like to refer to it as uh, you, you just you got to listen to it. Sorry. It's part, it's part of the episode. You know what I mean? <laughs> high concept eventually they'll get it <laughs> high concept that's right that's right you know after we're dead uh w posthumous it's gonna be huge you know what i mean right. yeah mm-hmm. yeah so how do you I'm have time sure. i'm sure yeah i'm sure it's a real van gogh situation we should have just done that as the whole play like two minutes but like okay now i'm gonna move my night to f6 <laughs> see you next week you know that's it <laughs> next week yeah that's right and you gotta break that move <laughs> down though you gotta talk about it you gotta be like, yeah, so what yeah. you know yeah, right, right. Mm-hmm. Funny thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I Googled Knight to F6. And... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> What's it say on Wikipedia about F to Knight 6? <laughs> I didn't, yeah, right. I didn't read the uh, novel about that one, so I don't. Uh... Let's, let's bring it back to, uh, to Star Wars. Let's bring it here. back to, the, to Star Wars Rebellion specifically. And yeah. now that we know a lot about, uh, about these fellows, about Alex and Pete, uh, let's get back to what we really know about the game of Star Wars Rebellion, Andrew. Uh, it's a game that I know you guys might not be totally familiar, but it's a game, uh, kind of, it's basically a game of hide and seek in space. You know, the rebels, they, you, cho- you secretly choose one of the planets in the beginning, take that card, and then the Empire is trying to find the base the whole game. Um, you know, partially by blowing up some of the planets with the Death Star and finding it uh, with their troops and everything. Um, and like running like Intel, like they send out like Intel right. pro- droids and stuff like that to try to scan a planet and stuff like that. But there's like tons of planets. There's like 30 planets, something like that, right, Andrew? And so it's like you, it takes a long time to try to find the rebel base. And right. <laughs> long, <you know>. time. <laughs> long time. Long um, time. <laughs> so this got me thinking we could uh, talk here a little bit about, since you guys are the Star Wars experts at this point, you've probably seen, you've probably visited every Star Wars planet there is out there. Uh, so mm-hmm. um, yeah. favorite Star Wars planets. I think, why don't we start like, if, if you could live anywhere on any of these planets, what do you think? Where do you, where would you want to go first? Um, I've yeah. personally, personally, I've always said Coruscant. I know it's the whole planet mm-hmm. is one one big, big city or whatever the quote is so but, I've heard. Um, yeah right. yeah um but i think it's you don't see enough of i think that uh right uh, i think it goes down like multiple layers and people live like way underground and stuff like that right. That's the behind it. i just think it's right. to you i find it <laughs> fascinating yes i don't want to <laughs> I don't want to see the sun. Yes, that's and, right. well. Andrew's a huge fan of hierarchical societies and caste <laughs> systems, and uh, you know, right, kind of right. like uh, yeah, putting people of different socioeconomic <laughs> uh, strata in literally physically different. But he's a huge fan of that. Cast, a caste fan, right? Well, people need to have yes. you know goals of you know moving moving up in society <laughs> yeah. literally. Yeah. So without yeah, that, yeah, Andrew. Just... 
Andrew's Flounder. a huge Ayn Rand guy, so he, he just kind of <laughs> wants a city developed by Ayn Rand, basically. Yeah. Real yeah. bootstrap guy. You got me. Um, <laughs> yeah, and also Andrew loves technology, like his iPhone and stuff like that. So there's oh, no way he, man. you know, he's not going to be on like in, he's not going to be on like the moon of indoor or whatever. You know what I mean? Because no. he's, you know, where are the Ewoks even going to plug their iPhone? Well, I in? wouldn't, I wouldn't survive for two seconds on indoor, but yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You have some creature comforts, at least on Coruscant. You but just go, go straight for that. That you'd find the meat in the forest. You'd be like, "Oh, this is totally that's it." Boom, <laughs> that's it. And then bingo, that's it. Next, Next thing, thing you know, is, right? Yeah, you're yeah, either but what, what? eaten or worshipped. You know, either one. Yeah. Eaten or worshipped. <laughs> that's, that's well, what do you goes. think, Alex? Uh, Alex, Pete, what are you guys thinking? Planets, your ideal Star Wars planet. Uh, well, um, I'm kind of Mustafar. You guys <laughs> love no, I think fire. I... Uh, I was originally going to say Endor because yep. it's yep. unexciting because it's the it's kind of one of the most like also technically not a planet so I I don't know if that you know I might have to hit you with a buzzer Oof. on that one Ooh, the forest Oof. moon of Endor the I forgot what the isn't the planet a gas giant or something something like I, that uh, you're uh, you're much more a hardcore fan than I am <laughs> so hardcore casual gotcha yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess I would, but I feel like that's a little too, there's not, you know, I want some stores to go to and stuff. So I'm going to say maybe cloud city. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. has a lot of outdoor spaciousness and also, uh, you know, good carbonite freezing process, uh, processing center. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I like that. Hmm. Need anything frozen, you know, it's right there. Always. Always. Yeah. Seems to be. Um, I so I feel like in the past I've said Naboo for that for this because yeah. it's a, you know it's grassy uh, yeah. area you got a city if you want to but but Beautiful recently golf. I was thinking about also in the in the um the, the continuing uh, struggle to be more and more obscure as more things in Star Wars become more mainstream you know like like Boba Fett used to be a deep cut and now look at him you know that kind of a thing so <laughs> sellout a real sellout yeah um. I, I was thinking about um, a planet that I really like the design of, and it's got a good, it's got a, a, a good balance. It's got a big city that you can go to and hang out with a lot of crazy aliens, or you can get out and, and uh, you know, it's, it's mostly uh, also some kind of gelatinous liquid thing. And that's the, the planet is Panna, Panna Prime, okay. um, which is the, the planet that the, uh, that they kind of, crash on and and uh have to have to they first meet boba fett on in the in the animated sequence of oh. the star wars holiday special because i always since holiday i was a kid just special that yep. that kind of gooey planet it's almost like you know solaris like stanislav's limb like like that that kind of like gooey viscous liquid planet has always been fascinating and then the, and then you know you can take a speeder and go and you have a whole city you can buy all the stuff you need you can hang out do what you want then you can also just go out into the into the goo it's a into big the goo. into the goo. I I had forgotten My about memoirs that. After I, I have, moved there, I know you guys are big fans of the holiday special. Uh, I watched it once on YouTube, and it was again another torturous experience. Um, yeah, but uh, that didn't. I think in Book of Boba Fett, even he referenced. That he said, "I've ridden beasts that are bigger than that," and, that, and that's from the holiday special. I think so. so uh, you know. Um, but speaking of the holiday special, actually, it's a perfect segue into. Uh, I had a question, Pete and I. We played a game recently, a two-player game. It's called Bubbly Pop, and it, it involves these little aliens, these little, their own little discs, and they're all different colors. The purple ones are these little hairy aliens, and they don't say that they're Wookiees, but I was wondering if you could clear something up for me. I, this 
is the picture. People can't see it at home. Hmm. This to me looks just like Chewbacca's son. Who's he? Itchy or scratchy or one of them? Um, lumpy. Lumpy. Thank you. Lumpy. The, the lumpy yeah. gif. Yes, the yeah. lumpy gif. Right. Totally. It looks like they they started with that and then like, well, it's just for for copyright issues. Let's erase his nose and do some, <laughs> yeah, do a little <laughs> bit of fudging off. Yes. <laughs> And so I thought, oh, okay, that's funny. But then there's another, like they have different faces on these. I thought this one looked like that. There's a gif of, um, again, I forget the name, Uh, his, his dad, I guess, Chewbacca's dad. That's, that's itchy. Yeah, totally. With his little, little tooth sticking up. It's more like Cabe. Hmm, A little bit. Oh, yeah. Cabe, one of my favorite characters in the entire Star Wars universe. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, itchy doesn't have any teeth right i mean he's got a few he's got right oh no he's got like a gum that sticks out right i thought he's got one in there he's like an underbite right yeah but he's definitely doing that like kind of thing (laughs) when (laughs) yeah at some point a dog thing just kind of doing a big dog bark you know yeah yeah cave i forgot pete pete loves cave but we had a whole i love i loved it Mm. We had a whole episode where he went off about that and then we're finding a bunch of memes <laughs> about him. I forgot about that. Yeah. So good. So good. Um, have you guys, uh, speaking of uh, Star Wars games, have you guys, uh, and people don't like it when you talk about the toys, but I haven't <laughs> heard you talk much about the games. Were you guys ever in, you ever play a Star Wars board game or video game or anything like that back in the day? Anything that you used to enjoy? Yeah. Well, what, when, I mean, Alex and I were kids, but not together because we didn't know each other, but we both independently were big fans of some of the early Kenner Star Wars board games, which is a funny thing because because we're in my office, I can hold up the, you guys can't see it at home, but the <gasps> Destroy Death Star Destroy game. Destroy Death Star game. Wow. Which was the, uh, that was the best. That Destroy Death Star game and Escape from Death Star game were the, the two kind of like meat and potatoes. And one was a little, like Destroy the Death Star game, I think was more, um, appealing to a younger kid like me because it had little little tiny brightly colored X-wings, you know, that you can play. Yeah, play with. Um, Seems, those games like... are responsible for two of my misconceptions about Star Wars. Oh, really? Explain. 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 In, the, uh, in the Escape from the Death Star game, you know, you have to escape from the Death Star, and there's all iconic places they went during the game, and they sh- or they and they show the um, you know Grand Moff Tarkin's meeting where they. And they show it as being in the center of that laser disc of the the rate the dish that they shoot the gun out of. Uh-huh. So I always assume that that's where the that's where the base was. That's where the the meeting room was, right underneath the you know in the middle yep. of the dish. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, I don't know yep, if they ever yep. do say where it is. And then in the destroy the Death Star game, the way you destroy the Death Star is you have to make the trench run, and they pretty much have the trench run going around the equatorial trench. You know where the where the, the the band that goes around the Death Star, and I always assumed that was where the that was where they were flying. Mm-hmm. But apparently, mm-hmm. that is not the case. Well, so, I just mm. I never played that game, but I as a kid I always assumed that also, and I maybe I still assumed that I'm not sure. Uh, but yeah, you're saying that that that's not the trench where they did the around the middle because you can see that. Apparently okay. not. Interesting. Wow! So, wow! 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 Mind's blown. But you gotta <laughs> yeah. tell your you gotta tell your Star Wars video game story though. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the, I mean, is this, uh, can we talk about video games here? Is that, uh, is that where we're? No, it, no, no. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We're, we're gatekeepers. Uh, you're not uh, allowed to talk about that. Well, and so we well, also in between, I do have to give a shout out to the, when I, when I um, 
you know, the, the end of the dark ages, you know, the dark ages from 85 to 95, as, as we refer to it. And then that at the end of that, when I started working um, in a, in a nerd store is when the star Wars collectible card game first came out and, and yeah. that oh, totally yeah. helped rekindle a lot of, you know, just, I mean, just buying the cards and looking at them and reading them was, was, yeah. I, I think I actually played it, you know, a handful of times, but it was just like, Oh, look at this. I got this card. Yeah. It's this guy. Yeah. Um, but um, <clears throat> then slightly after that, this is it, the internet existed because I think this was mostly from, I think from a Usenet post. So you, eBay didn't exist yet, but from a Usenet post, somebody said um, that uh, in, in one of the Star Wars groups, somebody was selling the, the sit down cockpit version of the Star Wars arcade game for 500 bucks. And, and we were like, we'll, we'll, We'll do that. We'll do that. Wow. And, wow. Um, so my friends and I, you know, we, we pulled, it was, we were in college. So we pulled together our 500 bucks and we we're going to, we we're like, all right, let, let's next weekend, we're going to drive out to, I think it was in like, you know, like Eastern Pennsylvania or something like that. We're like, we're going to, we're going to drive out to this guy's house. We're going to take my friend's minivan. We're going to drive out to this guy's house. So, so we made a, you know, again, all pre-internet, pre-cell phone. So we had to like make a plan with the guy beforehand to do all this thing. And right. Um, and um, we we hop in the van, we drive out there, we get stuck in an ice storm on the way out there, which is a weird thing that was, was like, we're like just stuck on the July highway for also. a little bit. Wow. Ice, July. So it's very yeah. strange. ice storms were something that used to happen in the 90s too, kids. So that's- Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Right. yeah. Look it up. Yeah. Right. Back before the dome was built, we used to have- you know, <laughs> um, But then we get to the guy's house- like you know several hours later than we had planned to and he's totally sleepy but we're like all right this is you know i'm glad we finally sorted this out and um we go to you know we pick up the game and um we go to load it into the back of the van and it was too big by like maybe an inch no matter what we did we took the doors off the back of the van we, we shifted it around and we could not fit it into the van that we had just driven several oh. hours to get there with. And we're just like, what? And then we're like, all right, hang on to it for us and we'll, we'll figure it out. And then a, a couple of weeks went by. He's like, are you coming to get this? And we're like, we want to, we just can't like, uh, you know, we were all, you know, maybe 19. And so we were all just trying to figure wow. out exactly how, how can we get a large car? I don't even know. Right. And um, uh, eventually he was just like, I'm going to sell it to somebody else. And we're like, I guess that's understandable. Yeah, that's Aww. still one of our one of our, our group regrets. We're just like, oh, remember that time we, we literally had it in our hands and we just couldn't. Mm, 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 mm. Well, uh, Pete, check under your seat because <laughs> oh, two, two can play that. Two oh, can play that. that game podcast has a little surprise right now. <laughs> <It's like, laughs> this thing was uncomfortable this, for yeah, some reason. I knew the seat felt different. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah it's because it's the cockpit of. Uh, <laughs> I it was um, well, that's heartbreaking. Car, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. We just got you a bigger rental right. van, actually, so that you can go back <laughs> to that guy's house. Maybe he still has, you know. Could be. It's a pickup truck. Uh, <laughs> I just saw that. That's amazing. I just saw on Twitter somebody bought one of those episode one racers where you sit in the um, oh, yeah. pod race thing from the arcade. That that's what that reminded oh, remind me of. God. You know what I want is the. Um, oh, why is his name escaping me? Uh, oh, sure. Andrew, you know. You know the the short the you know the ball the circuit no the circular man oh. no not that short circular <laughs> man with the long legs the, dang it Ben, ben Quadrenaris yeah Ben Quadrenaris <laughs> uh, I I uh, 
I want that version of it where you don't, it, you don't actually go forward. You, your, your <laughs> right. pod racer stalls and you just have to slam it with your hand. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> and you watch other pod racers go by you. That's the, mm. that's the arcade game I want. You know what I mean? <laughs> still, <laughs> still takes a quarter for some reason. Still takes a quarter. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Hey, you know, only money. <laughs> only uh, money. <laughs> Well, uh, now, how about just board games in general, guys? Like, do you, it doesn't have to be Star Wars themed, you know what I mean? Do you guys, are you guys fans of board gaming? Do you guys do play any board games currently that you're, uh, that you're hyped about that you guys are very, um, no. that you want to share with us here and all of our nerd <laughs> no. listeners? You know I mean? No, okay, moving on. Okay, That's moving it. on. Well, I have a question. <laughs> yeah. Do card games count as board games? I play way Heck more yeah. card games than I do board games. Yeah, for sure, mm. for sure, okay. for sure. Yeah, yeah I, what are the card uh, games I, you're yeah. playing? Wist, uh, you playing Wist or... <laughs> Euchre, uh, Pinochle, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, kids love it, no, love we, it, uh, it's great material. <laughs> my brother, his wife, and I are uh, big gamers, so we frequently will play games together. What we'll do, yeah. though, generally, is we will get like super into a game for like yeah. and play that game exclusively. Like these people who all play like ten different kind of games, like oh yeah, and I was like, how are two people do that? Like, yeah. I have to learn it and play like 10 times before I'm like, okay, now I think I know how to play this game. You yeah. Know, so, True. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Alex, while, you're not, I'm going to say, Alex, though, you're not a board gamer if you do that because all the board gamers on Twitter uh, buy a game, play it once, and then never play it again. Or sometimes they just, right. sometimes they buy it and don't even play it. They just put it on the shelf. Right. So, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to give a hot take on it first. <laughs> yes. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Sorry. Go yeah, ahead. So we were playing a game called uh, Dominion. We got into really. sure, it's a, yeah, a card game. Uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And um, we changed over to Smash Up. We got super into the game sure. Smash Up. Yep, is, mm-hmm. um, totally. So Not that's currently our. Although you know what, it's funny. We're kind of um, going retrograde now because I feel like when we play all these games, we just spend the whole time just silently staring at our cards and then do a move, and then someone else. Mm-hmm. We all like there's. There's no socializing yes. involved. It's all just <laughs> concentrating on what we're going to do next. Just reading. So yeah, those are all text back to heavy. Games like stuff. dominoes. We start playing like dominoes ah, and stuff yeah. like that, which is yeah. Strange, but it's not so like hardcore where yeah, you know, you can chit chat while someone's thinking about their move and not. So that's yeah. Uh, how about you, Pete? So uh, do you do you do any kind of uh, board gaming or card gaming in your free time? Uh, yeah, it's the the free time is the hard part. That is, whenever I yes. can, you know, we yes, have yes, a whole yes. bunch of shelves, and I have you know two kids, but we but I live with my my wife, our two kids, and our in laws live with us too, and our in laws like uh-huh. to play games too. So it's always a nice oh, cool. like anytime we can schedule. It's like okay, kids are asleep, dinner's taken yep. care of, things are clean. Like we have to do this now. Like like you know, right. it's like it's like <laughs> right. you know, like mash when they bug out. It's like all right, cool. so you get the tables, you get this. We have to like quickly yes, assemble everything yes. and see if we can get in a game or two before either somebody wakes up or somebody gets too sleepy. Or yep, 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 yep. Um, I have a suggestion. But, you can you can start a podcast about board games, and then it forces you to play board games. It forces it yeah, does force right. you to do it. Yeah, <laughs> I've I've learned that about Star Wars. That being forced to do it makes it more fun. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> um but yeah we well uh, alex when he first got into smash up he sent us a copy of that he was like you guys should yep. get into this and then we can play yeah. when next time we we hang out like as i miss what alex and i both you both used to live in new york and and we'd go over mm-hmm. to um his place for with some other friends you know every once in a while and that was a lot of fun playing mm-hmm. different uh you know either carcassonne or Catan and stuff like you know classics like that mm-hmm. and um oh yeah then can I just intervene for one second yeah uh, i've 
the impetus to buy you. One of the things I love about Smash, the impetus to buy you Smash Up was you posted a picture on Instagram or something, or either you or your wife, and you posted like you're you're about to play a board game, and it was one oh, of yeah. those things that has like it was literally five stacks of cards, and then one thing of tokens, and one things of yes. chips, and then a yeah. board with pegs, and then and I was like, oh my god, the idea of cleaning all that up at the end, like. <laughs> No way am I getting yeah. a game like that. So I'm like, these guys got to get smashed up because it's all cards. <laughs> you can put the thing away in two minutes. Uh, yeah, that yeah, was yeah, yeah. Um, Wingspan, which sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which, I love Wingspan. Yeah. I, we, we, it, uh, steep learning curve there and set up and learning. But then um, mm-hmm. um, we, we totally got into Actually, my, my father in law tapped out. He's like, I don't understand what the hell's going on. And he left. <laughs> but my, um, my wife and my mother in law, we, we all really liked that, but have only gotten the chance to play together like once or twice. But yes, it did, it was overflowing off the card table in terms yeah, of yeah, yeah. peripherals and tokens and, you know, it'll do that. Uh, well, that's awesome. Um, didn't know there were the folks out there who like both Star Wars and board games. That's pretty cool. Um, you know, <laughs> you guys are like secret. This is kind of enlightening. <laughs> you guys are like secret board game nerds that I didn't know about. There's like, yeah. there's like Again, super casual. Yeah, right. Super casual. Yeah, that's how we like to. That's how we like to keep it here too. Um, know, what about have you guys? I know you know you're focused yeah. on kind of two two-player things which which yeah you know comes up in my in my livelihood too we most of the time it's yeah. you know we try to get three or four but there's also room for two-player games what's something mm-hmm. uh, that's bubbled up um that you might recommend yeah 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 um well speak staying in space but um kind of in this galaxy um there's <laughs> terraforming mars is a really cool uh board game that is that's it's another one of those like text heavy card things but it's um it's it's kind of cool because it has some kind of like hard science fiction type thing going on like every card is like a slightly different you play as companies that are terraforming mars essentially and you're trying to kind of be the do the best job at it and every card that you can get like does different things and it's stuff like you know micro uh micro microbial oxygen-based microbial blah blah that's all that stuff on their cards mm-hmm. and um and so i think you guys might like that if you're if you want to stay in space you know what i mean that's for more you can play that with more than two though pete so uh, that's good too that's know. true yeah i didn't right. know if you were well I'm, you know I'm personally, living with his in-laws you know what i mean yeah something that you can, is you know good for two but then could be expanded that's the perfect that's the sweet spot there you go Oh, well, I would also say if you guys don't have a lot of time and you don't want, that's another table hog that takes up a lot of time and everything like that. But um, I've been really into um, little short things like Sushi Go. I don't know if you've ever picked up a copy of Sushi Go, but it's something that is very quick and just a pack of cards, basically, and um, something that I think your in-laws would like. And and even even your kids sometimes can can Mm. pick that up. But Sushi Go has been around. Okay. it down. Yeah, I wrote both of those down. I will you know, check them out. I've got a great, yeah. um, it's a cool thing about, I moved to Pasadena about two and a half years ago and there's a great um, gaming store here called, it used mm-hmm. to be called, uh, I forgot which is the old name and which is the new, I think it's called Odyssey Games now, okay. but it's a, it's it's just an awesome board game store. And so like having that having that resource is a, is a fantastic thing. Yes, yep. buy, buy board games from your local board game store, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We like to stress that. You know what I mean? Yeah, we don't. We try to. We try to say never buy a single thing from Amazon again. You know what I mean? They're kind of mm-hmm. the. Let's just say they're kind of like the Empire in a little <laughs> film called Star Wars. Yeah, menace. Well, you know uh, I mean? speaking of Star Wars, Pete, we do have to get back to talking about the yeah, Star true. Wars board game here. But I just wanted to thank our guests one more time for coming on the show. And uh, yeah, Pete, Alex, uh, where can people find 
Star Wars Minute and, you know, all the other all stuff. All the stuff you do. Yeah. You know, even I know, Alex, you, you have some uh, books that you've you've done and things like that. So where, where can yeah. they find your stuff? Yeah. Well, my, my website, alexrobinson.fun, uh, will have links to get to um, Star Wars Minute, Godfather Minute, where you can buy my art, my merch store awesome. with art designs I've done. Um, and, and dot fun. That's a real, uh, that's a real website, huh? It is. Alexrobinson.com was taken. So, uh, screw that <laughs> uh, guy. And uh, yeah, 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 every, yeah. My wife's like, do you want alexrobinson.fun or do you want like alexrobinson.biz or <laughs> yeah, dot like, serious. <laughs> <laughs> and every time I said dot fun, I laughed and I was like, well, that's the one I should do then. If it literally, yeah, I think that's great. Super memorable. It, so uh, yeah, it's yeah. great. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they can find everything there. That's great. I like that all in one place. Pete, how about you? If they're looking for more Pete in their life, you know what I mean? Now, listen, they already have one Pete in their life. Uh, yeah. They, if they need more, you know. I, I, so, something that I, 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 one day I'll, one day I'll go ahead with this. I, I always toying with the idea of starting the Intercontinental Union of Pete's because there's so, yes. you know, so many of us and we just need to hang out. And so, yeah. Power to UP. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I, I, you can go to PeteTheRetailer.com. Usually, I think I have that updated, you know, uh, and it, it's just links to the shows that I've done. And that's that's really all. I'm Pete the Retailer on Twitter. And I don't cool. do much else other than this podcasting thing. I don't have I don't have yeah. books to Who's sell. Although you should read yeah. Alex Robinson's graphic novels because they're fantastic. That's, that's how mm. I first I knew him first as a cartoonist. I was a fan of his before I met him. So, yeah, that's ah. awesome. <clears throat> Very good. Very cool. Me. Not so yeah, <laughs> now, now I like the cartoonist. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His heart never, holds up. Never meet well, you. Well, Pete, I know now you've moved on and you're a huge like Ziggy guy now. So you've kind of you're kind of done with Alex Robinson. You're kind of <laughs> on to a family yeah. circus. And uh... I thought you because he doesn't wear any pants. Right. Oh, well, yeah. That too. Like <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's how into Ziggy I am. I'm, and I'm... you've got a and you've got a nose that's about the size of your head. That's what yeah. I like to say about uh, Ziggy. I'm working folks, on my. Ziggy cosplay. Hopefully, by, by the time San Diego Ziggy opens cosplay. back up, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Yo, go with Ziggy. That would be win, so. Man, you can't win. That'd be so funny. Yeah, just just a huge oversized blue long sleeve t-shirt and just <laughs> and just a big paper mache nose. Oh my god, I would love it. <laughs> well, uh, on that note, I think we'll say uh, thanks again to uh, <laughs> Alex Robinson and Pete the Retailer from Star Wars Minutes. Thanks for Star Wars Minutes. Minute. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. Talk to you guys later. Boy, oh boy, Andrew, that was a ton of fun. Yes. It's almost like we were certainly living out a fantasy of ours, Andrew, with that kind of uh, that kind of convo. Absolutely. Um, ooh, that brings me to my next point of discussion, Andrew. Is this just fantasy? Is this just fantasy? All right, is this just fantasy? No, we're not talking about is this podcast fantasy. We're talking about is this game fantasy, Star Wars Rebellion. Because you forgot what game we were talking about. And we're about. not talking about, is this pod racing? Because, of course, <laughs> now this is pod racing. Now this is just fantasy, right? <laughs> <laughs> now this is just fantasy. <laughs> no, we're going to ask the question, uh, could this happen in real life? How grounded is this game, Star Wars Rebellion? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Now, what Pete, do you think here, Andrew? Uh, I think it's extremely likely to have happened. In fact, I think it did oh. happen. This is, Star Wars oh. is history, as we know. It happened a long time ago oh, in, a, in right. a galaxy far, far away. These, uh, 
It's so likely even that, you know, people have made documentary movies about these historical really? events, you know. And really? the, I'd say really? that the movies, really? yeah, the movies are very, very similar to this game. And so I think it seems pretty likely. So. Well, well, well. Yeah, they no. even in uh they they weren't they they weren't uh too too scared uh to even get into the nitty-gritty stuff like the slaughtering of uh Tuscan Raiders <laughs> that were slaughtered like all the all the men and women and children uh, that were slaughtered like animals, you know what I mean? So they right. didn't they didn't even shy away from the hot button issues, you know. No, they didn't even do that. The um mm-hmm. you know, I'll mm-hmm. say that was kind of a little bit of a joke. But honestly, I think Pete to make this a little bit more realistic, I know how much you love taking a break from the regular game and going and doing the, you know, the battles <laughs> during this and rolling all the dice. Oh yeah, that's I love it. Right. I know you you love sidetracking the whole game like that. Um so but yeah. I thought, you know, just rolling yeah, the battle dice. System's great. As much mm-hmm. as I love dice, you know, um I don't I think it's like not realistic enough. So what if instead you just you went over and you actually played a a game of Star Wars X-Wing, you know, the miniatures game. Okay. Uh, and you had to have all the miniatures that you are have in the in the battle, you know. <laughs> playing that. And yeah, for the ground it. battles, of course, uh we'd play that other what's that game we almost covered? Oh, Imperial did? Assault or, or uh, uh Is that oh, the one we're gonna, uh, Legion or something? One that we covered, Empire versus Rebellion? No, no, no! Wasn't there one we were going to recover, going to cover? But then oh, we were like, oh, yeah, uh, Legion, Legion, right? That was Legion. Star uh, Wars yes, Legion, so you, yeah. So you can play that one for the ground battles. So it would, I it would, see. Okay. Just take like two hours. So you hours. just want to, yeah, yeah. You just want to kind of make it maybe like take a whole week to play the game. I got gotcha. you. Right. Cool. And make it more realistic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I see. That can make it more realistic. That's true. Just wait. Well, until Andrew, it's gonna be great. I. Uh, I think it's I think it's just fantasy, of course, Andrew. Could it could a populist oh. leader take over, you know, and turn a turn a nation into a military state where they suppress <laughs> protests with both police and military force and gain materials from subjugated places that have no other choice but to work for them? Mm, nah, sounds like maybe maybe communism, maybe, <laughs> but definitely not under a capitalist democracy. Definitely not in the U.S. or anything like that. Maybe China, but not the U.S. You know what I mean? Right. There just it goes. yeah. Just. <laughs> Just uh, just being just being an American who doesn't realize that he lives in the Empire from the Star Wars universe. You know what I mean? Us being a stormtrooper who thinks that they are technically the rebels. We're actually technically the rebels. You know what I mean? It's like all right. <laughs> you know, I'll be honest. This is you know you're you're right, but honestly, uh, those prequel movies kind of hit a little bit different these days. Um, when you think about it, like. I know that they're not so well executed, but like I see what he was going for. Where he, he I think he may have even said execute this before. order sixty six. Sorry, <laughs> he may he have even execute. said this before. Where he's like, he was trying to show that, uh, you know, you don't uh, dictators don't take usually take control by like just overthrowing the government. Usually, the people just hand it over to them. You know, which is what happened. Yeah, usually that. they're very popular. Yeah. Well, this yeah. is how democracy dies to thunderous thunderous applause. applause. There so. you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And there now I'm go. like, oh, like I finally get it. Oh no! Right. Like, exactly. Oh no! It's not just ours. <laughs> um, no, but on a serious note, Andrew, uh, it is just fantasy because uh, it's fantasy that a rebellion could or- earn the support of, of the people. And uh, you know what I mean? Like, it's, oh, I it's yeah, never going to happen point. again. And it's in way modern, too optimistic. Yeah, right. yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, Andrew, all that uh, all that discussion has uh, left me pretty parched. I'll say, Andrew. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, you know what? It's left me pretty hungry. Oh, good point. Parched is uh, liquid, huh? Okay, that's a good point. Parched <laughs> is, is the drinking famished. thing. 
<laughs> I must mean famished, Andrew, because I'm talking about the two of us being hungry, hungry hosts. Hungry, hungry hosts. Yes, this is the point in the show where we are going to discuss the all-important scenario because you never know when this could happen, right? So you're starving mm -hmm. on a desert island. What part of this game are you going to eat first? Yeah, and Andrew, I felt like, you know, for this one especially, we what we should really be asking is which planet yes. are you eating first from this game? You know what I mean? Like you you got like you said you've got like, I don't know, 30 planets in front of you and it almost looks like a menu. You know yes, what I mean? Yes, you're right. Laid, it does. laid out in front of you. So uh so which one looks the most appetizing? What do you which planet are you are you going to be eating? I will be choosing. I look through all the planets as to which one I think will be most appetizing, and I think the clear winner is the planet of Felucia. It's uh, Ooh, it's a yeah. little lesser known, but it does appear very, very briefly in Revenge of the Sith, Episode Three. It's the colorful yeah, by mush Felucia. No, I mean the <laughs> right by Felucia. It's the colorful mushroom planet. Uh, it looks like the one from Avatar, kind of. It's uh. You know, got all these glowing giant mushrooms on it. And uh, I just think that, um, you know, they looked pretty appetizing. You know, I, I want to ah. eat. I like mushrooms, and yep. so I'm going to be yep. eating some of those. Now, they're all colored funny, so, hey, I might be having a great time on this desert island here. Um, you know what I mean? Know yes. what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Know what I mean? So, <laughs> know what I'm going to be eating Felucia for yeah 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 yeah. Lunch. Well, now, it's funny that you say that you mentioned mushroom there, Andrew, because I yeah. I think I'm gonna be eating now hutta now hutta now of course hutta. the uh, mm -hmm. yeah. it, it, because uh, you know the uh, the hut planet because uh, I think it looks kind of like a mushroom wasabi thing going on because it's got like some oh. bright green but it also has some nice dark brown so I'm thinking like hey maybe like a wasabi covered mushroom thing that's, that sounds good to me well, that's what i want to chew you know, on, know i think me? i think you win actually that's probably the smartest choice because those, those huts do look well fed so i think you'll be fine i mean kind of fatty you know what i mean kind of yeah. tender you know what i mean yeah. probably you know mm -hmm. uh but I, I i will say honorable mention though bespin on this uh oh. on on the game board it looks it gives off real creamy chipotle vibes i find you know what i oh. mean I don't know how much creamy chipotle is out there, but it is a that is a Wawa, um, you know what I mean, sauce you can get. Uh, and I know Wawa. Wawa is more of an East Coast thing, but um, but that's what it brings to my mind. Creamy chipotle, that's what it's looking like. That's the color. And yeah. honestly, Andrew, I would also say for dessert, yeah, I'm going for Toydaria. Oh, Because that's really? giving off real, yeah, it's giving off real mint chocolate chip vibes. It's got some, you know. <laughs> Only money, you know. Looking good. Uh, all right, I'm going to go with my honorable mention. I was looking across the board, and I did see one that was clearly uh, labeled as croissant. So I'm going to be eating croissant. <laughs> yes, croissant. Croissant. <laughs> Love it. So yeah. that one sounded delicious. Flaky. Flaky. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I think you and I could both go for a nice planet, Andrew. The two mm -hmm. of us could be dining on planets, but two could play this game. But should they? Two could play this game, but should they? 
Okay, it's time. It's where we're going down the Death Star trench here. It's it's almost <laughs> the end of the movie. Uh, how sure are you that two people should play this game? We're gonna give it a rating from zero to one hundred percent. Andrew, are you all right? You turned off your targeting system. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. I'm all right. <laughs> it's like I think he's hearing voices of his his dead his dead friend. You know, use the use the force, Andrew. Have we talked about this? I feel like score. Other people have pointed this out, but uh, in that movie, um, you know, Luke is all sad when Obi Wan Kenobi gets killed. A guy who he just yeah. like met that afternoon, and <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and Princess Leia is having to comfort him in the you know, and literally her whole planet just got her. Up. Everyone she's ever known has yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. That's so a good point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, Andrew, um, speaking of travesties, there's this game. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm not as big a fan of this game as you. I, I, but I am going to say, Andrew, I'm going to say I'm 71% sure two people should play this game. That's if not as bad the, as I with, thought it was going to be. That's not bad. That's not a bad score. Um, yeah. It's not a great score for me. It's not a bad score. I, the, with the disclaimer that you do have to be a Star Wars fan to play it. Right? If, yes. if you're not a Star Wars fan, it's, you know it's one percent or whatever because it's like that this is <laughs> no you know, sense this is for this is for star wars fans you know what i mean so if you if you if you're like that guy you've never seen the movie i'm, I'm surprised that he liked it so much without seeing the movie i don't because a lot of this is yeah. about the theme and you know yada 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 uh and they do a good job of incorporating the theme we've talked about you know the the storyline type cards that you can play and those are good um but I just don't like the whole building units, moving units around. I'm just not a uh, like a moving war units around a map kind of guy. Um, especially when it's like, I don't know, ships and guns and stuff. It's just not my thing. Um, not nearly enough radish radish farming for me, Andrew. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, if they had put some more of that this... in there, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, right. I, I get it. Uh, you might have to go to Felucia for that one. Um... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This game had the perfect amount of radish farming for me. I love building <laughs> yeah. building ships, all the little ships and the little guys when the marching around on the different planets. Oh my gosh, I love this game so much. Oh my gosh, uh, it's I just think it's so true to the movies. Like there were so many cards as we were playing. I was like, oh, that's supposed to be like the scene from Empire Strikes Back, and this is supposed to be from yeah, you know. It's just it's a lot more than just playing Axis and Allies or Risk or something like that. I think it's True. the cards yeah. give it a lot of. Now, like you said, you kind of have to be a Star Wars fan, but obviously I, yeah. I am, so it's you know. Yeah. But uh, I did just... I did use my Death Star to blow up Alderaan, by the way, and it wasn't just <laughs> it wasn't just you know to be funny or whatever. It was because I legitimately thought it could help me. You know what I mean? Uh, but you were taking a, a guess that the, the rebel base might be there, and so you blew it up. I think is what you I doing? was. Uh, yes, I was. I I thought there might be a possibility that it was there, but I also it helps you gain loyalty in another. Uh, oh right. Uh, planet in the system or whatever, you know what I mean. So that. Oh right. right. If, there if, too, if so. like all around, or if another planet's like neighbor planet like sees that, they're like, oh, we yeah. love you, Empire. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, they're like well, that's, uh, suddenly. That's what I'm talking about. I feel like doing stuff for you. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's mm -hmm. it's so it's so smart with the all the the. The, the actions have a reaction to them and they all kind of make sense with whatever the story yeah. was for that. I just, oh, I just love it so much. It is smart. I, yeah. I, now I played as the Rebels. I, I just really felt like the Rebels. I'm making strategic sabotage runs. You like go in there, oh, I can sabotage that and get out kind of thing. It yeah. just, it was the yeah. guerrilla warfare element of that was really cool. 
And, and there was uh, one point at which uh, Andrew um, did float out of his spaceship, and he was able to use, you know, force propulsion or whatever to get back in. So he was very. It was. He now, did feel like he was <laughs> no, a legit that, rebel. The, you know what I mean? That's not in this game now. Now, which also they, I don't mind either. Everybody hates that. I don't care. That's cool. I don't. Yeah. Right. I mean, there is no holdo maneuver in this game. Uh, you know. Maybe There's no right. Maybe that that does it. put it for me. That's why it goes below, you know. X right. That's why it was seven. <laughs> no. Right. Um, like I said, what did I you love... give it score wise, Andrew? <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't even say my score. I gave it ninety one percent. Ninety one. Oh my lord. Now, yeah, ninety one. I, I, I absolutely right. love it. I, I just thought, I okay. thought, I loved the the little rebel objective cards there. I don't know. Did you like the? The whole like uh, deduction part of it, trying to figure out where the rebel base was, or that was too much. I, I just think that's a cool I, mechanic. I didn't think there was a lot of actual deduction, honestly, because it uh-huh. was there was no tell other. There's no way you could know other than just simply like moving your units into mm-hmm. that onto that planet, yeah. um, or or just like figuring it out from the i mean there's a little bit of deduction because it be oh so the reason there was a little bit of deduction there was because there because so with deduction i feel like you have to there have to be like certain rules right and then you compare them to the rules and and the one rule was that you couldn't you couldn't start the game with your base uh on a on a planet that was neighboring one that was loyal to me or whatever so i could use that i could rule out some already based on that and everything like that but other than that, it was just all about like, I mean, I I liked the idea that I could like do missions that would give me intel that would g- allow me to pull more cards from the probe deck, and I could keep ruling more and more planets out. But uh, other than that, I thought I thought they just could have done that part of it a little bit better. Like there could have been, I don't know, more more stuff that would come up during the game that would have uh-huh. given me more clues. I don't know. Yeah, no, I get that. That it would have been cool if you could have done a little bit more. Other than just pulling the cards, maybe. Yeah, I don't know how they would have done that, though. But, um, yeah. yeah. I, I like that it's kind of asymmetrical like that, though. Like, you have different objectives yeah. on the different sides. Unlike the video game like, that, that it's based on, which is not. You're just trying to, like, capture the flag. You know, this is different. Yeah, that's a good point. But, like, something like Mr. Jack is, like... Um, I can I, I'm trying to, like, read what you're doing with the characters and trying to right. say, like, is he bluffing... Or is he really doing that because he's trying to make an exit? You know what I mean? Or did he, did he change the well? You the see the whole cover because he wants to get a way out, or is he doing that because he wants to cover his tracks? Yada yada yada. You, you know what I mean? You can see so the look on my face. You can see the look on my face when you had a giant armada literally the one space <laughs> away from the bubble sh- base, and yeah. I'm like, oh, you know, <laughs> I should have, I should have been looking for, yeah, uh, poker face tells, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah. Um. No, but I I I like the miniatures. I I love stuff like that. I used to love Axis and Allies. Um, I understand why you wouldn't like it, obviously. But I I just it's kind of the more the type of game that I grew up with was just like fight, like even Skull Hollow. That's why I like that one. He's just like the objective of the game is just fight, you know. Um, yep. Yep. And yep. I the dice thing. I know it kind of sidelines the whole game, but man, you know I love dice and. And yeah, and honestly, as much as I didn't like to have to do the same thing over and over again, the actual like I actually do like all the we made the joke about how they every different fantasy flight Star Wars games has different sets of dice, but it's like they're always clever and I do like them how they work. You know what I mean? With like, you know, certain certain things mean certain number of hits or they mean you can do certain things, yada, yada, yada. So it's like I've got no problem with that. 
Now, I gave it a 91. I'll say that, um, you know, about, like, 10 or 15 years ago, this game would have been right up my... I mean, I probably would have given it, like, a 98 or a 99 back then, but um, it takes yep. so long to play that I just do not... Yeah, that's good. Like, I probably... Like, we, we, <clears throat> we finished playing, I was like, I probably could not play this for, like, five more years, and I'll be fine. Like, I don't need to play that again. But yeah. I loved it. Yeah, but I love yeah, it. Yeah, I love yeah. what they're trying to do right. with this Once one. you retire... Yeah, no, <laughs> exactly. I, I can appreciate <laughs> what they're trying to do with this game. Um, yeah. And just I just love the kind of like melding of the the card driven thing with the uh, war game with the Star Wars. You know, obviously it's, it's just yeah. so it's so yeah. good. So ninety one percent. Well, let's see how much we loved it, Andrew. When we take a visit to the leaderboard. Leaderboard. Okay, so I gave it a 91%. Pete gave it a very sour 71%. So that's going <laughs> to... No, actually, that's an okay. That's a generous score for Pete. I thought it was going to be like a 40 a or something score. like that. Uh, yeah. So that's gonna we're going to average those two scores out to find our final score. And, of course, that's going to give us an average of 81% sure. So, people, we are officially 81% sure the two people should play the game Star Wars Rebellion. Wow. And, Andrew, that lands it right between Caverna Cave versus Cave and La Havre, the Inland Port, which is what we like to call an Uve sandwich. <laughs> there we go. It's it's Well, it's actually a Star Wars sandwich on Uve bread is what that is. Um, oh, right. That's a good point. That's Uve good toast, point. maybe, yeah. Um, that's number 22 uh, currently on our leaderboard out of mm-hmm, what are you on? 51. Mm-hmm. So okay. that's right in the I middle. I can dig it. Yeah. I can dig it. It does land at, let me see. So Star bit. Wars X-Wing, we have at 17. So, oh. And of course, Star Wars Empire versus Rebellion, it's still sitting at four, which in retrospect, <laughs> maybe we were a little too generous with that one. But I, to this day... You gave it a 95... <laughs> I still say that one's good. I like that one. <laughs> I mean, it's good, but yeah, I, don't I like know. that one. Maybe we'll have to. Uh, and it we'll... is true that I would much, I would, I would definitely go for that one over both X Wing and Rebellion. So well, that's yeah, it's a me. lot less involved. I mean, it depends how much time we have. Yeah, if we have enough time, and it's still if we have great three hours. Listen, Pete, if we have three hours, I'm not playing Star Wars Empire vs. Rebellion over and over again for, for, for three hours. I'm, <laughs> 20 I'm, I'm times, playing, yeah. I'm playing one of these other games. I'm playing Rebellion. Or <laughs> well, remind me to never give you three hours. I mean, <laughs> okay, good. Uh, <laughs> Andrew, um, that sounds quite cool. Uh, <laughs> Like a carbon <laughs> freezing chamber, right? That's that so sounds cool. that sounds as cool as carbonite, Andrew. There you uh, go. <laughs> but are we cool? Are we cool? Yeah, are we cool? After playing this game, are we still cool? How many points did our friendship go up or down? You know, you all keep track of your friendship points out there, so we just gotta yep. gotta check in on ours. Uh, yeah, what do you think here, Andrew? Pete, I said plus two. Um, oh. I don't know. I had a lot of fun with this one. Uh, I thought that, uh, you know, we love Star Wars so much, and you could kind of yeah make little, you know, even when you send the people on the missions, it does it gives you a little bit of text, but not that much. But I felt like we embellished a little bit with some of the details of oh, the yeah. missions and, you know, what happened on the missions and so forth. So oh, that yeah. was kind of fun. How could you not? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, so it was it was a fun time for me. 
It you? was fun. Uh, I, I'm I'm going to say no change. I'm going to say just zero. Uh, yeah, just, I get it. You know, if I because uh, I like to see you happy. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's not negative, but there's only so much I can take of you being happy. You know what I mean? So, uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so I'll just give it a nice flat zero. I mean, so that's a net positive too. Hey, but that's right. So we are officially still cool. So that's We're that's officially good. still cool. Yes. Yeah, that's good. Um, and you know what else is cool, Andrew? Yeah. I'm talking about people that go on to Apple Podcasts and they give us a rate, a review. They subscribe. That's great. Also yes. on uh, Spotify these days, you can actually, they've they've come up with a whole star rating system these right? days too. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Um, to kind of take that, your, uh, maybe to take your, yeah, take your, uh, you know, attention away from the fact that Joe Rogan, they're, they're giving Joe Rogan nah. about. A, b- a bajillion dollars, and he's just using it to talk to guys like Maya, Milo Yiannopoulos or whatever. Yeah, uh, I feel like that, anyway, that's a good move. Just let us be able to rate each other. I think that always works out yeah, well. Yeah, that'll um, probably balance out the, you know, that won't make anybody on, upset. Uh, you know. No. <laughs> no. Um, Andrew, also, uh, I think it's kind of cool if people just kind of uh, want to see our stuff, they can go to our link tree. Yeah. Um, and uh, that'll kind of de- point them in a lot of different directions. They can find our social media on there. They can find our Patreon on there. They can find a link to basically everything we do on there. That's, um, uh, and of, you know, that's L-I-N-K link. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E. Link dot. Right. The, the dot e. <laughs> is in between the T-R and the E-E of tree. So link T-R dot E-E slash Two can play that game. There it is, and you'll find all our stuff there on it is. there. It's all linked up. There you go. Ready to go. If you want it all in one spot, you know. There you go. Uh, and you know where else people can find us, Pete? Where's that? Right here. If they tune in next time. Really? That's right. That's right. Oh, unless they get another friend, then they can't tune in next time, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. In that case, you're going to want to tune into General Threevis, which is a, a podcast. Devoted to three-player board games, as well as General Grievous, the uh, multi-armed droid military commander for the uh, Separatists. Yeah, right. The uh, yeah, he's um, yeah. That's a good. That's a good podcast and uh, a good general. They uh, they they start they good general. Yeah, one of <laughs> one of one of Andrew's favorite historical generals, uh, General Grievous. You know what I mean? My favorite character from Stratego is General Grievous, I'd say. That's yeah, my, uh, General <laughs> Grievous, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but your favorite character from Clue, General Grievous. Was it yes. Professor Plum or was it General Grievous? You know, uh, He's just like holding six lightsabers. He's like, it wasn't me. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it was General Grievous with the lightsaber. No, not that lightsaber. The other Grievous lightsaber. With, yeah, with, a, with one of seven lightsabers. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean?